Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Yeah. What the fuck going on, man? Yeah. What a Count up my money and give me them blues. Count it up. Watch me pipe on you. Pipe up. I'ma go and bust my move. Fucking no friend by the two. Two. I've been approved. You can't get in. I'ma talk by ten and play on you. Play. Hmm. Huh. I've been up. Uh, uh, hey, hey. We been up. Uh, uh, hey, hey. I've been up. Uh, uh, hey, hey. I had to grind for days. I've been up. I can't sleep. What's wrong? Make a set mileage on her tongue. Came a long way. We all on. Plain Jane cost a 50, main things in my mentions, Same. they don't really know the hell, no. they don't really know the distance, told them that I was gonna make it, they laugh, no. didn't believe in my decision, no. I tried to tell them they ain't listen, no. they blind, they can't see the vision, my bitch is bad, and they pay the time, do it right, of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, November 14th, 2018, uh, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, shortly uh, I'll be joined by uh, our my co-host and our good friend Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information uh, for all all you listeners out there uh, to get all the communicate the way you communicate with this show. There are two ways to do it verbally. First way, call us. Hit us up on the Constellation line. Get in line right now if you're listening live. Give us a call, 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The uh, second way to have your voice heard get on this show verbally is to drop us a line on our voicemail line. Uh, You have three minutes, three unadulterated minutes. That should be tempting. Three unadulterated, uncensored, unedited minutes to uh, ask us any question, uh, make any comment. If you got a rant in you, or if you just want to heap praise upon thee, again, three minutes to do it. Give our uh, voicemail line a call, 415-787-5229, 5229 and uh, if you don't want to do any of those things if your verbals aren't up to par you know I mean that's uh, that's okay some you know you hear yourself on uh, on a recording on a voicemail or on a podcast or something and it's just like oh man I, you know I, I I you know in my head I have like a relatively you know like a baritone voice but when I hear myself on the podcast, it's uh, the octaves come out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hit us up on our email tip. Uh, the, the emails are uh, – the email bag is always open and constantly being refreshed here live during the show. So hit us up, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail. Com. We've got three non-VIP emails so far, so get your VIP emails in for Rich and myself uh, in the VIP section later on. 
uh, obviously exclusively for VIP members only. Um, but yeah, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter, that's another way to get at the show. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And um, you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, sh- share things with, with us there, communicate with us there. Um, you know how the internet works, and Facebook in particular. Um, <clears throat> we did have a like this week. I'm not sure, this was maybe from last week, but Masood. Uh, Nil and and this week for sure Timothy Hendra. So I appreciate Masood and Tim for the likes. So share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in the share, and spread the East Coast Cast love that way. So without uh, well, with some further ado. Um, let me just check some things because <clears throat> there might have been a, yeah, I don't know what's going on. So, um, before we, uh, actually get to wrestling stuff and, uh, let's deal with some real life shit right now. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, bring, uh, listener and frequent caller and more frequent interactor. And uh, by more frequent, I mean, I get it. You, you, you have Instagram and stuff and share things. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let me go ahead and bring on uh, Sean. Um, if I could find him on the switchboard. There he is. Uh, Sean, you want to talk about some real-life shit that's impacting a whole lot of people. And uh, Yeah. And and uh, you want to get some words out and take it away. You 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 explain better. Yeah. Well, uh, you you can always talk with uh, MMA Torch contributor man. Like I I am part of the the Torch family, even if it's not you know PW Torch. I'm you know I'm grandfathered in a little bit. I don't know what that MMA. I don't know what that is. Um, if you know, wow, you're, you're registering oh. uh, random domains. That's on you, I don't know what kind of uh, business you're into. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, this guy! <laughs> Damn. Okay, I see how it is. Right. Well, that's a that's a place where stuff happens, and uh, we write about MMA. You know, some some may don't may not know about it. I guess some that should. Mm-hmm. If, if if I if I knew Wade like that, I have a chat with a man. I'd be sending him a text. <laughs> no, but uh. No, for real though. Um, so there's a, the campfire going on out in um, California. Uh, it's actually a few miles away from where I live. Uh, a lot of evacuees are here in uh, Tico, California, down the road. Really, you can see it. You can literally see what goes on up there. And there was a hue from the fire, you know, um, for days. Uh, it's not there anymore. Now it's just a ton of smoke. Yeah, the air quality is terrible. Everyone's got M9 masks. Uh, and, and I just want to make it real for people because 
I was one of those people that didn't understand just how devastating these things were. I, uh, when I moved here from Chicago, um, there used to be flooding up uh, upstate Illinois all the time. And when I when I finally moved out on a train, I could see that devastation. And with this, I know a lot of people don't even understand why it's called a campfire. That's because it, it started in Camp Creek. And even some locals thought that, you know, they, they were blaming it on some random campers. Uh, but that's not the case. It started over in, uh, by Camp Creek right outside of Polka. Don't worry. A lot of these, a lot of people still don't know where these places actually are, you know, because it's deep, deep in the forest, you know. Uh, that's where a lot of people decide to make their, their lives and homes uh, at. And a lot of them are gone now. I've been speaking with a lot of people um, since uh, it's been about a week now. It happened uh, almost a week to the day. Uh, early in the morning, you know, at 6 a.m., and by 6 p.m., that town of Paradise was completely wiped out. When I say completely, that's, uh, that's not hyperbole. You know, there's there uh, the, the numbers on the fire now are it's 135,000 acres burned. It's uh, 35% contained, which is great. Um, a week ago, about a week ago when this started, it was 0% contained when the uh, town of Paradise had burned down. It, had, it was already gone, and it was still 0% contained, so 35% is great right now. Uh, 8,800 uh, structures also were destroyed. Um, it was just a little over 2,000 uh, after Paradise, so that fire yeah, has grown like tremendously. Last night, or this it had to be last night, it was 7,800. Now you're telling me it's 8,800, like, so 1,000 yep, more it, it, places in 12 hours. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I so I, I've, I've been here, I've lived here 10 years, I've served the community in uh, many capacities, uh, I've done entertainment, uh, uh, I've, uh, I've run entertainment companies, bands and stuff like that, and I've also used to work at Butte College. It's a college right next to it, um, and I used to uh, I used to work at the library there. And so I do actually know a ton of people because the library was the most public place on that main campus. And that campus was actually threatening threatened because it was right there. But luckily, Butte College is probably not probably is the best, they have the best firefighter academy and police academy in the nation. Like, I know that personally because I personally know these people. There's also a large contingent of um, ex-military in Paradise. A lot of them, you know, I, I see it every day on my timeline. You know, a lot of people have lost everything. A lot of people who went and fought for us that, you know, the rest of the world don't know. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm, I'm glad you granted me, you know, a little time to talk about it because um, there there's going to be a ton of places you could donate. I'm going to say, you know, give out some information the place you want to go is actionnews.actionnewsnow.com. You can literally find any information you need regarding this right there. Uh, a lot of people, the toiletries are still an issue, but the clothing, that's pretty much a non-issue at this point. Monetary donations are very important because a lot of people have donated clothes and things like that, but monetary uh, donations are going to be really important coming up because filing those insurance claims are going to be very important. And not everybody's going to get to that because there's still a lot of people displaced. 
on actionnewsnow.com, you'll be able to find a missing persons list. If you're my friend on Facebook, uh, I'm Sean Covington, S-E-A-N, C-O-V-I-N-G-T-O-N. So you don't have to get to know every single person. You could just friend me on there. I'm uh, updating um, Facebook with stuff periodically. Um, uh, I want to do it periodically because I know people here, and I don't want to bombard everyone with with those things. Uh, There's a public information number. That number is uh, this is basic info about the fire. Five three zero area code five three zero five three eight seven eight two six. So you can get anything, you know, any information you need to know where to donate, where the shelters are, and things like that. Uh, a tremendous outpour of support for the community. There's been um, there's been uh, uh, thousands of applications for uh, volunteers. So. They might be in their backlog with them, so they might be good on the volunteer front, but monetary, like I said, that's important because there's still a ton of people missing. And um, to get to the real real part of it is uh, the death toll. Um, they are playing it safe, and, 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 and they should do so um, by going by confirmed deaths. Um, I, I can tell you personally I've spoken with quite a few people, uh, fire department, um, uh, people working. I uh, just spoke with, literally spoke with someone working in the trenches. And these are good friends for like ten years. Literally working with people fighting to save towns. That death toll uh, is near fifty. It's forty-eight right now, but that's confirmed, and they're playing it safe. I can tell you that that number is a lot higher than fifty, and that's the realness of it. And I'm saying this because other people out. People listen may not know that. So when I tell you these people need your love and support, they do, and they're listening because I can see it. You know, I, I, I still, I've been here 10 years, but I'm still from Chicago. But, you know, my, I mean, my heart broke when I heard that, you know, and right. I immediately gave what I could to the evacuees and, and things like that. Um, I think that the, the company that may have started this, the reason this may have all happened is under investigation, uh, PG&E. Uh, Pacific Gas and Electric. Uh, they they're currently under investigation for uh, maybe being the start of this. Uh, I I, I want to provide people with this information so they don't have misinformation, or so they don't think that it's lightly. The town of Paradise was uh, about thirty thousand people. You know, uh, it doesn't seem like much, but there were some beautiful homes there. You know, and 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 losing everything is. Well, thirty thousand people does yeah, seem like much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Well, that's, being that's from right. Chicago, it, it was it wasn't much to me, you know, when I first moved here. It wasn't yeah, no, when you hear about a town of thirty thousand yeah. burning to the ground right, and yeah. you know, overnight, that's no, that's nuts. So, all right, yeah, give no, out no, that, it uh, is. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, no, no, Sorry. go ahead, give out that uh, that that website again and and that phone number one more time and. Uh, but yeah, before you know, so people have that again. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. My bad. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah. yeah, you can uh, you can follow uh, people on ButteCounty.net. You can just go there. You can get a bunch of information. That's the uh, county website. Uh, you can follow them at uh, County of Butte. That's B-U-T-T-E. Uh, on Twitter, you get a bunch of information there. You can just follow the hashtag Campfire on Twitter. So there, there's a lot of info you can get out. Uh, Sierra Nevada. Uh, dot com. That's a, that's a beer place. Uh, they got out here. That's a uh, brewery. 
they have a donation set up. That's a monetary donation, a campfire relief fund. The public info line is uh, 530-538-7826. You know, um, and Cal Fire, uh, if you want to follow them, that's a uh, California Fire, that's the NorCal up here. Uh, that's at C-A-L underscore F-I-R-E. Um, and they have daily briefings to keep you, uh, what's going on, you know. And, and uh, lastly, you know, it's uh, it's definitely, you know, people to take advantage to. You know, six people have been arrested on looting, so even the little that might have survived, People are still trying to take. So I mean, uh, this is this is about the best I could do. I reached out to Travis uh, almost immediately when I thought of, it, and I, I, I thank you again, Travis. I don't I don't do things like this, you know. Like uh, I'm I'm less problematic than what you think, you know. But uh, you know, I I just want to uh, do what I could for the people and, and get that information out there so that people understand that there's there's this is real. And those people may have thought differently than you, different religious beliefs, different political beliefs, but they're they fought for us just the same. Some in the military, and they, they people just like you and I, and they need your love and support, and they damn sure appreciate every bit of it, every single bit. No doubt. I'm glad you reached out. I'm glad I was able to that message out to you know whatever audience we have here. No, I, I I greatly appreciate that, man. You know, the uh, anybody willing to hear is is great. Thank you for, for sure, man. Absolutely, appreciate you showing. Um, yeah, there's no uh, no easy way to transition. So, Cam, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Um, just jump right into it. Um. Take it away, Cam. Yeah, uh, yeah. Headline, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, let's just get through it. Um, no, and, and, and shout out to Sean. That was really decent, and um, it, it's, it's, it's good to put a voice to stuff like this. Um, sometimes it's so far removed from us, um, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. So, so it's good there's somebody around to keep, keep that in perspective. Um, but, no, let's, let's, talk, let's talk some wrestling. Um, this is one of those weeks where, you and I have talked a lot of wrestling to a large audience. Like yeah. that rarely happens where both of us are, are do two shows a week. And when we do, it's usually not this newsworthy, but these are like two really big shows. Oh, yeah, no, it's not like we ran out, run out of stuff to talk about and find different angles. And uh, Absolutely. <laughs> it's, uh, the the, the yeah. soil is rich with, uh, with, with subject matter. Yeah, so, I mean, depending on your listening pattern, um, you know, I was on um, you know, the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show Monday night talking about, um, you know, Becky Lynch's coming out party, for lack of a better way of saying it, um, attacking Ronda Rousey backstage, um, you know, attacking Ronda backstage, you know, getting into this big um, SmackDown versus Raw altercation, her ending up you know, bloodied and having this super cool visual um, leading to us finding out she's got a broken nose and a concussion and she's out of Survivor Series um, or one-on-one match with Ronda. You know, you turn around the next night, uh, you know, Travis (laughs) covers uh, Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show with Wade um, where Daniel Bryan 
uh, low blows AJ for the WWE Championship. So now we have Charlotte. And then murders his face with his foot. Not a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah, He's the shit out of me. And now we have, you know, uh, Becky handpicking Charlotte to face Ronda. And we have Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar Survivor Series um, to go along with, you know, changes in Survivor Series team lineups. Um, Yeah, just just a lot um, as far as the big picture stuff. And, yeah, it's Survivor Series weekend and NXT TakeOver weekend. Um, yeah, as far as the polling service, um, you kind of have to go back through those one by one, kind of a general feel. Um, you know, Becky Lynch was kind of the highlight of everybody's week. And, again, like her character's been great, her physicality's been great, and just that, that visual of her, you know, blood all over her hands, blood all over her mouth, and her seeming to just relish in it. Uh, you know, getting the best of Ronda Rousey um, seemed to overwhelmingly be what people were most into this week in wrestling. Yeah, what? and looking back at it, it's one of those, she didn't panic at all, you know, like at the sight of the blood or whatever her face must have felt like at that, you know, in that moment. Um, there was no, I was, I was, I certainly appreciated that there was no hesitation um, like once you see all the camera angles and stuff, like, yeah, it just was to the point where I asked last night to wait, like, you know, in Pennsylvania, there's certain, uh, you can't go into the crowd if you're, if you're bleeding, okay. right? So they were in Missouri or something. I don't know what the state commission is, the athletic commission. I mean, um, if they have one and let alone that specific of a rule, but obviously that wasn't planned. Um, but again, she handled it like a goddamn champion in the G. So uh, it just it's that's going to be one of the most remembered, you know, angles. What what the Nexus uh, riot or whatever you want to call it like should be like mm-hmm. ten years later, eight years later. But because none of those guys ever you know really panned out to do anything, it doesn't. But she's different, obviously. Like she's going to be around. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be remembered and make maybe make her career. Yeah, yeah, it's just um, it, it's that thing where you know we live in an age of high quality, high power, highly produced documentaries, and you think about you know Shawn Michaels in the barbershop window, you think about Steve Austin WrestleMania 13, like like you have these things kind of etched in your brain. You think about Hogan and Rock looking off into the crowd opposite directions. Like, these are all things we hold on to. And then, you know, the current day wrestlers are talking about, yeah, I remember when that happened and how it had this effect on me. And you very much feel like the visual from Becky Lynch and the crowd is going to stick around as long as she sticks around. For sure. Do you have the uh, – did you say you had the poll res- – didn't have the poll results in front of you? No, I said – no, I do not. Okay. Um, so yeah. So shortly, but yeah. Yeah. No, I got him. Uh, so poll number one. Uh, what was your favorite moment in the last week? Uh, bleeding Becky Lynch, Daniel Bryan, WWE champ, or other? And we asked to list, but uh, that got three percent. But I'm not sure if, if anybody listed anything. Yeah. Yeah. But bleeding <laughs> Becky Lynch got 88 percent and and ran away with it. <clears throat> I'm not surprised. I think. I, I just think that's just uh, a lot of people weren't happy with the Brian turn 
or even the title change. Yeah. Uh, separate from the yeah, time. people wanted to see AJ versus Brock Lesnar. I did. I wanted to see AJ versus Brock Lesnar. Like, why'd they yeah. take that from me? I'm fine with it. Um, but no, it, okay. it, it's interesting that you know Rich kind of made kind of made the point. You know, the exact thing that uh, the exact thing that gender warned Brock about happened to AJ. Like, you know, I know you're hyped for this match. But, you know, you, you take your eyes off of what's going on right now, and that's mm-hmm. how you get caught up. And that's kind of what happened with AJ, right? I mean, you can it's, – it's interesting that we got a WWE title match, you know, in a, in a situation where Brian didn't really earn it in the way that you normally would, especially alluding to how he lost clean two weeks ago in a WWE title match. But some yeah. of got, like, 14 matches, so I get it. You know, I'm fine. Um, but – yeah, I mean, it was sudden. It was great in the moment of, oh, my God, that happened because, you know, I, um, I'm talking about the East Coast cast. Like, I'm out to dinner with, with our buddy Will last night, who was in town on vacation. So I get mm-hmm. home at, like, you know, 8.45, 9, and I look on Twitter, and it's like Daniel Bryan, new WWE champion. I was like, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me rewind this DVR real quick. Let me turn that on. Yeah, but yeah, um, I was I was so I went so hard on Twitter like they're just this is just a cheap cheap setup for the Raw Brock or the Raw guys to run in and interrupt this match, and nope. and and everything's going to reset after that. Nothing's going to matter. The, the you know Shane's stupid or not Shane's but AJ's dumbass decision. Let's put the title on the line like a moron, and then Shane going okay, let's do it. I thought all that's going to get reset when when there's a big schmoz at the end of the show, and my first and my first indication was when eight twenty came or you know or, or eight forty you know twenty minutes before the hour the match is starting. I'm like, oh this, wow this is going to be a real okay. <laughs> so yeah, none of that happened, and 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 the turn and Brian and the title change. And it was, I mean, it was shocking. I mean, it, it made sense what happened earlier in the show. Brian acting like a total piece of garbage. Um, yeah. But is is that, was that just a total panic move? I mean, that's the question that everybody was asking. Yeah, was that, did Becky, did Nia Jax, you know, six degrees of Nia Jax, did she, is Daniel Bryan WWE champion because of Nia Jax? Um. So I, I think that it's interesting. Um, the first thing you said was that I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of proven that it wasn't that thing, but now you still want to make a prediction like that. I'm just like, no, don't do it. Like, like slow down. <laughs> Let's not a predict prediction. Um, what did I predict? Wait. Uh, saying like you, you predicted that this was all just um, a reason to get the raw guys to interrupt the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so, and now we're back to like, hey, so is this just the reason because all this? It's like, well, no, slow down, slow down. Which, uh, oh well. And even though I mean, one prediction, yeah, one analysis, but still, yeah, yeah, still stuff to talk about. And I get it. No, um, I, 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 I think I say all that to say I think we still have to wait and see. Like, I think that what what I've seen was that the Brian thing was pushed for over the weekend um, as far oh, as him being okay. a heel. Um, and so I don't know if that had to do with the championship match, but I don't think, like, a rematch between Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles is 
above or below the first time match between Brock and Daniel Bryan. Like I don't okay. think that it okay. up so much interest that like it's I, you know. I'm just saying. Okay, so AJ Brock two has its appeal, and Brian mm-hmm. Brock definitely has its appeal. You wouldn't yeah. take AJ Brock two as as was booked, and and the seed that that uh, the seed that was planted. That's again, that's where my mind went uh, when Heyman cut his promo and got them all interacting. I was like, oh wow, they're going to give us Brock versus uh, Brian, but at WrestleMania, like Heyman's planting mm-hmm. seed in November, and that's going to pay off in five months. Wow, this is going to be awesome. But we're going to get mm-hmm. it on five days' notice. Wouldn't you rather? I mean, all things, you know, like you're going to get to see the match, AJ or uh, Brian Brock, like sure, but uh-huh. I would have certainly liked to see it on a bigger stage, you know, with way bet more weeks and days to to build it up. Um, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So my question is, wouldn't you rather still gotten AJ? Uh, so you'd still rather AJ, uh, Brian Brock on five days' notice instead of AJ well, no. Brock too? I feel like you. I feel like you totally missed what I was saying. <laughs> no, what I'm, I'm saying a, is, I'm a, okay. yeah, yeah, no, no. What, what I was saying was, I don't think that even though it's a new matchup, I don't think it has this inherent appeal of being more interesting in the last minute. Like, yeah, I, I don't think the difference between AJ and Lesnar and Daniel Bryan and Lesnar is so significant one way or another that I believe it was a last-minute move. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, there's not that big of a gap, especially, like you said, on five days' notice. Like, I, no, absolutely not. Um, like, that being said, you know, if it was a plan over the weekend, that's interesting. Like, you know, Becky Lynch had a whole nose over the weekend, but it's still – Survivor Series, it's still a match with guys on different brands. It's still, even though it's about, you know, sportsmanship and the like, it doesn't matter. And so, like, I don't think it's a panic move. Like, I don't think they did so much to draw up a card in the last week. Um, because, like, you know, it's on the network anyway. Like, you yeah. know, anybody who's tuning into this show um, as a new subscriber is literally watching it for free. You know the tickets are already sold. That is sold. true. Yeah. Why? Right. That was my that was my argument about why put Charlotte in that in that match. Why not still save that again on the five days notice thing? Put a le- you know unfortunately hey put a lesser opponent in there. Put put uh, Sonya Deville or somebody. Um, but but save Charlotte Ronda for for a rumble at least. You know, or or something down the line. I mean, maybe not the wrong, but that's too close, and it's their separate brand. But something down the line. I just again that five days notice stuff. I know they're back into a corner in in, in a lot of aspects, um, but I, I think the I don't think they were they had to do it. But I know what they were trying to do with yeah. Becky. Like you know what? Let's throw all this heel shit in the tra- in the trash right now and let the fans know that uh, that we're done with that. She's done. You know, being a you know outward heel. And he, you know, heal this rip. And you know, hey, again, we get to see Charlotte. Like again, we get to see Brock Bryan. Like we get to see Charlotte Ronda. Five days notice, but you know, we still get to see it. So that's that's cool. I don't want to yeah. complain. Uh, like, you know, blessing away, so to speak. 
And another reason I would say it's not like a panic move, again, like this has been, it's a pay-per-view that's been promoted essentially two weeks. You know, maybe three. <laughs> like it's not, this isn't something like they started building up right after SummerSlam. It's just not the case. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's hit poll number, poll number two. Um, Lynch versus Rousey not happening at Survivor Series is A, bad short-term, bad long-term. B, bad short-term, good long-term. C, good short-term, bad long-term. Or D, good short-term, good long-term. And overwhelmingly, uh, B won out, which is bad short-term, but overall, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be good. Todd Martin explained it really well on Twitter when he said Becky loses nothing, you know, besides, you know, getting her face, you know, beaten up and mm-hmm. broken. Um, besides but she the ability got, to she, smell things. <laughs> yeah. You know, in the blink with your left eye uh, uh, comfortably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she got the rub from the Ronda feud and build, but doesn't have to take the loss. And, and, and maybe now it's in position to main event WrestleMania uh, with that match. Off in the neck. <laughs> like it, it's Austin's neck. Like you don't. Even if you can't compete, it doesn't take away from your character. If anything, people think that you're super tough by sticking, you know, by by still being around, by how you carried yourself when it happened. Um, yeah, it's just it, it sucks to be injured, but mm. it's not going to change. Like she stands to make more money <laughs> off of this. She stands to get a bigger payday. Have what a about a profile? Yeah. What about Charlotte, who people thought could main event WrestleMania against Ronda in, in, in April, and now she has to face Ronda on five days' notice, and Becky's the hottest thing, and probably will get that Mania match. I mean, and, and you know, with Charlotte, I mean, the best you can do is put on a hell of a match. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. Like, it's not, you know. Triple H was going to win the King of the Ring until Triple H didn't win the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And then you had Steve Austin. Like, like it's just so many things change in wrestling over, you know, six months. Like, nobody's talking about Alexa Bliss right now. And think about how people were talking about Alexa Bliss six months ago. Nobody's right, talking right. about Sasha Banks right now. How are they talking about Sasha Banks a year ago? Like, Wrestling, not just wrestling fans are fickle. Wrestling itself is fickle because it's a sport that doesn't have an off season. You don't have time to miss anybody. Um, so yeah, like it's Charlotte's in a perfectly fine position. Like you never know who else is going to get hot. You know, like Charlotte could maybe not be with Ronda Rousey, but then have match of the year with Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. Like you don't know. So you know, she's still Charlotte. She's still you know the third or fourth most important woman on that roster, even if she doesn't get this thing, she's perfectly fine. You never know who else, how it's going to come along. Like, you got to hope that you stay healthy long enough for good things to happen. Already happened to her. No reason to think they won't keep happening. And uh, poll number three, given the, la- given the last minute changes, which of these matches are you most interested in this weekend? Now, uh, first round, with four percent, and and then the War Games match came in third with twenty six percent. Velveteen versus uh, Champa came in with twenty eight percent, and Brock versus Brian won overwhelmingly with forty two percent. 
Um, uh-huh. and, and that was the one that was the one I voted for. So yeah, that's the one I'm, I I wish was saved and, and and all that kind of stuff. But I am still most interested in that match. Like I, I talked about last night with Wade. Like <laughs> given, did you see how Brock tossed around the Sting brothers? Yes. And it wasn't until the fifth or sixth German suplex where he realized, oh, I'm throwing around 160-pound guys. I should probably change the trajectory and you know, release, point, release point of when I'm, when I'm tossing these guys. Like he mm-hmm. threw them on their necks like three straight times, and it was just absurd. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that to Brian. They are just the things, unfortunately. But that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't matter to Brock, who has a reputation of, you know, taking care of people, um, and and so so I'm I'm a little concerned, and and yeah. that translates to interest. <laughs> you know, I want to see this. I hope yeah. we have a plan. I said <laughs> Brian and Lesnar should have been on the phone that night before Tuesday was over, coming up with a coming up with preliminary plans of what they're gonna what their match is gonna be. Yes. So this is when Brock right. busts out the uh, the belly to belly suplexes, not overhead, but to the side. It look good, but let you land on your back. Mm. And I don't even think the overhead ones that's that's fine because you're landing. Even if he threw the shit out of you, you're landing on your butt and your feet. <laughs> mm. You know, he's not going to come up short and you know and and then drop you on your head. That's you know, <laughs> you know yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> uh, poll number four. What's your level of interest in NXT TakeOver War Games? And like if your interest level is somewhere in the middle. So very or low came in at 4%, very low 6%. So you got 10% of people whose level of interest in a t- NXT TakeOver is low or very low. I think yeah. it's, um, you know, I don't know if you attribute that to, to, your, to your, you know, contrarians and you know internet people that you know hey that's just an internet poll that's what happens or if there's some people who are just you know not interested in in what's what's going on in nxt but overwhelmingly high and very high high came in at 25 percent and very high at 65 percent so you got 80 uh 90 percent of people um you know that are excited or extremely excited for it so that's that's what you want to focus on not the percent negative but you wonder though and yep. poll number yeah poll number five what's your level of interest in survivor series uh, same question but for that show uh, coming in last place slipped a little bit hmm? i said that one slipped a little bit from what i saw but uh, uh, well yeah i mean very low 10%, low 31%. So that's 41% compared to 10% in that last poll. So if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're a management, you know, which one is to be concerned with 10 or, you know, obviously 41%. So, and, and very high came in at 14% and high 45%. So higher, very high. We've got, uh, you know, well over half of, half of the respondents. So that's still, again, something to take. You didn't give a medium. You, oh, you did. You did, but nobody... Oh, no, nine people... Well, I think I just liked it, too. I didn't read that, actually. <laughs> so, I liked it well, because I, you know, yeah. 
So I'm assuming people liked it just because that's instinct. Um, and the bonus poll. What's your favorite Survivor Series match and why? And what's your favorite War Games match uh, ever and why? And I couldn't – I didn't want to – I have some Survivor Series ones, like maybe one of the Orton Soul Survivor ones, yeah. 03 and 04. Those, those are really good. Overwhelmingly from the responses, 03 is the one – it's either 03 or 01 that, that took it, but – 03 was like somebody said that 03 was their favorite one because of, you know, that's kind of the the, the coming out party for Orton number one. Yeah. And it's just HBK. Yeah, I was about to say the story they know with Sean Michaels was fucking incredible. Yeah, that's probably my mind. Yeah. That's probably And then the next month he was champion, so. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. That was the year before. I'm sorry. That was 02. My bad. I'm, I'm all. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's probably that one for me. And then, um, or yeah, more games, I, don't um, have a, I don't, I didn't watch, so I mean, that's I, it. I mean, and it's last year, that's my favorite one because that's the only one I've seen, yeah, right? Because, <laughs> because it is that thing, and that's a conversation that I want to have where basically, like, I watched, and it was probably to be, um, you know, I was I was being media cam, and so I was like, what can I do that's interesting to people that can have me say a bunch of a bunch of smart alecky stuff with a bunch of references three people will get. Um, and it was 95, which was the Hulkamaniacs versus the Dungeon of Doom. And it was just everything bad about WCW. Like, it was all yeah. of it. And it was fascinating. Um, but then the next year, it's the, um, the NWO match. But then the year after, it's NWO versus the Four Horsemen. Uh, where Kurt Hennig turns on the horseman, and it's just it's phenomenal. It really is just fantastic. Um, but yeah, it, it's a thing where War Games is a cool idea, and then you get in there, and it's a bunch of punching, kicking. Um, Hogan, I, I really think Travis had twenty. Um, and you play, you know, two K games and all that. You know how when you're in a cage match, you right. a strong grapple, it, it throws them into the uh, it throws them into yeah. the side of the cage. Nope, I've never, I've never played. I've played like fourteen at Dre's crib, but I haven't uh, played a two K. Certainly, ain't playing that two K basketball stuff. Um, but no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, me and two K don't. Uh, yeah, me and two K don't even isn't even a thing. But anyway, I'm about to pretend like that didn't happen. You know how on a wrestling video game, how when you're in a cage match and you hold the strong grapple, it does that thing where it throws them into the side of the cage, like over the rope. Yeah, face first into the side. I think Hogan did that twenty times in that match, and twenty is probably light. Like <laughs> this is just the most known. Like it wasn't even a brawl. It was just so cartoonish, and it was just everything bad about WCW from how everybody, nobody on the Dungeon of Doom team was from a real place. Like I think Zodiac was from where the light meets the dark. <laughs> and even though Kamala, yeah, even though Kamala was from Uganda, he was he was from Uganda, but then he was from the deepest darkest corner of Africa. Um, for, uh, Kevin Sullivan was from like the Iron Gates of Pain, and then even though like I think kind of maybe from the Isle of Tonga, but not really, it was so bad. Uh, oh, Shark was from the Great Barrier Reef. So he was SpongeBob essentially. Uh, they were like yeah, jumping down on what Vince was doing with like you know T.L. Hopper yeah, and, the, and it's the thing. 
remember how bad, like, how the idea was with WWF was these cartoonish characters, and WCW was like, you know, they had the real thing out there. No, it was Shark and Zodiac and Kamala and the Taskmaster. Um, no, it was somebody else. Oh, yeah, it was Shark, Kamala, Ming, and because Kevin Sullivan wasn't technically in the match. I know who the fourth guy was. He was trash. Um, Zodiac, Kamala, Shark, and Ming. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, it was it was terrible. And the wrestling was bad, and Giant came out at the end, and that was kind of cool. But yeah, it sucked. Uh, but yeah, that that match, I guess it's '97, Horseman and uh, Horseman versus NWO. I thought was really good from the story they were telling, and where it's a panic at that point. But yeah, there's some. Somebody said like 1992. I was like, how old are you? Why do you know that? Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. But no, no, I know Travis. I'm sorry. I say all of that to say. For all the War Games matches, having a bunch of athletes in there like they did last year, it's just a totally different vibe. Aesthetically, it's just so much better than anything that came before it because they're actually in the cage doing stuff that involves the cage, not just tossing each other off of it or like Sting hanging from the cage and kicking. It's garbage. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. That's – move into the uh, caller portion of the show. Hit us up on the Constellation line, 347-202-0103. Get in line. We'll get to your call. Uh, up first on the program, let's um, observe who's been on. It's 630. I should know who this is, but I do not. 630, who is this wow. where from? Dwight from Chicago. It's been a while. Hey, well, we ain't talked to you in forever, so I got I got an excuse. Sorry, What's up? Two small children that happen to be napping right now, so it kind of yeah. I do not. Uh, I, I do not accept excuse. <laughs> no. So I I am under the impression and mindset that Naya may have actually done us all a favor. I wasn't interested in watching Survivor Series. Now I actually am making plans to watch it Sunday. Well, damn, um, Dwight, you selfish bastard. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I mean, aside thanks for from the internet, just killing this somebody poor girl, knows. but, you know, it is. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, really can, before you go on, Dwight, you, you, that's the second time you said no specifically. Has there been an update? Because they were saying, you know, oh, she broke her face. That, that you know. No, um, I'm talking no. Everything I've read is no's. Um, but I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just a fan who reads the internet. You, you know, but it's yeah. on the internet. It has to be true. There you go. Isn't that better than a like orbital bone or, or like an orbital or like a virtual bone? Yeah, you know the face bone. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, the broken bone is no joking about that. No, right. back from broken all the time. And in wrestling, then another know, question: Do you guys think? Do you think we will see like the setup of the four horsemen women versus four horsemen? I mean, it's a good better time than now to at least start planting that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a way to get out of the Charlotte, um, right. the Charlotte Ronda match. It's a way to break Ronda. I don't know. I think I'm not sure if Ronda would, would if that makes sense now for Ronda and Baszler and and, 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 and here yeah. and Duke to be aligned. Um. 
they could do it, solidify themselves to an audience, you know, get themselves over to it. They could have a Duke and Shafir could have a really breakout weekend. Help, help, uh, mm-hmm. you know, help uh, chain of retain in that two out of three, and you know, potentially keep Ronda from tapping out to the figure eight or something. They could, you know, whatever. Right. I don't worry about the other than Ronda. I worry about the other three when they get brought up the main roster if they do. You know, I always say if they do. Right. But I don't even think you have to. At this point, bring them up. You just have them no, juicing. Ronda be pissed, mm-hmm. and then they are not. They're not necessarily called up. Ronda's like the next right. night on Raw. Is like I didn't want their help. I didn't need their help, and I'm right. and I'm pissed. We don't hit you, Ronda. Finish the match, yeah. and you know, get upset. And uh, and they don't. There's no real consequence for them on the main roster. But they did something on right. the on the, on the big four pay per view, and they could take that. You know. Hype back to NXT and you know he's come back there. Because mm-hmm. I actually like um, Shayna Baszler having an entourage. I think that's cool. Right, she's an MMA yeah. fighter. Why not I have agree. her pit crew come out with her? No, that's that's definitely mm-hmm. dope. But I mean, that's all I got. You know, I would. I'm a big tag team wrestling fan. Just call me Black Jim Cornette. I wish they would actually pay more attention to tag teams, but you know, just it is what it is. I, it I, certainly I, is. I, I feel like this is the first time I've seen the Colognes on TV in a year. It was on SmackDown. Their little 20 seconds they had on there. But, you know. Yeah. And it was good. The Usos did the thing. But, you know, it yeah. just happened to be hyping up a bunch of nobodies that we that don't get on TV and that the company right. clearly doesn't really care about. So, right. Unfortunately. But, so, that's all I got. Um, yeah. All right. I'll try to get on more often. I promise. Hey, man. Appreciate you doing what you can. Yeah, appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Two small children. Ah, two small children. Well, <laughs> that's uh, certainly a reason. Um, let's uh, let's go to you know. What? Oh, I want to do one of these do these emails before while we have you. So, uh, Jay from New York. Uh, sent in an email and figured this is a good way to broach this uh, broach this subject. He says, hey guys, Jay from New York. Cam, we had a quick Twitter interaction about Rhonda being a Sandy Hook truther today. I looked up what she had to say and found and found this comes from a conspiracy video she tweeted. Fuck that. The community I live in was touched directly by, this, by the massacre. As I told you, mm-hmm. we had a teacher, a teacher who we lost talked about her. it today. Yeah. Uh, uh, As I told you, we had a teacher who lost her child in the shooting. I look at AJ and his flat earth and taking my, uh, and maybe condescendingly say, yeah, he's a redneck. Of course, he'd uh, think something like that. But anything like fake shooting talk makes me crazy. Fuck her for that. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I'm not mad at you. It's gross. And, you know, one thing that we do, um, like there are definitely there there wrestlers like there are anything else that we disagree with their morals and thoughts and ideals um, and and actions. Um, and I mean, you're gonna kind of face that with anything. Um, but I, I certainly don't think that anybody who would belittle um, the death of innocence. He's not someone I would ask you to respect. 
Um, the thing that Travis and I do, we're required to, you know, we have to cover these people. We have to talk about these people. Even events like a crown jewel or a greatest royal rumble that we may not watch. We still got to talk about the fallout of that. So, you know, I mean, we are, I like to think we're still fans first, but there is an obligation we have to cover people like, you know, me not liking Randy Orton for things that he says, I still, you know, try to be objective when he does something good. Like, I, you know, just the nature of what we do. But, no, it's it's gross if anybody believes that. Um, I don't think you can be a decent person and believe something like that. Um, right. You can still be a very good wrestler. Um, and, and we'll still address you as such. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but, no, like you, like, I like to feel how you do. Um, and not even just every right I feel how you feel. Um, I can't feel it the way that you feel it because it doesn't impact me that strongly, but I'm right there with you. Yeah. So I didn't know about those things until this week. I didn't know yeah, she was I, a yeah. Sandy Hook truther person. It's one of those things where it's like I I find myself in, rant, thread, in threads on Facebook before – where, especially during that caravan stuff and the people sending bombs and George Soros. Like, if everything is a false flag, then nothing is a false flag. You know me. Yeah, I, I, I take me a good quality conspiracy. I will do fucking hours of research and show you video and interviews and, you know, like, but so I'm not some, you know, wake up, you know, sheeple. Like, I, I know I get the nature of these things, but just for your own sake, as far as like being a conspiracy coach, like if everything's a false flag, then nothing's a fucking false flag. Like everything that happens five minutes after you're yelling false flag with no, like you didn't even like <laughs> the idea that people within half hour of a story breaking are, are, are already, it's like, what is wrong with you? But anyway, something even bigger than that, but like with the Sandy Hook stuff and denying uh, and crisis actors, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's like you said, it's gross. It's gross. And how do you how do you be a good person? How do you like compartmentalize that and be like, no, you know, we're gonna have this casserole and you know, we're gonna have dinner over there and then, you know, talk fucking you know the Bengals or whatever the fuck. Like no, like. I, so, yeah, that no, sucks. And then add that with how she's just been a total piece of shit in her promos to 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 yeah. Becky Lynch with the millennial yeah, stuff. Bet you were born. Yeah. You're seven years younger than me. You were born in 1987. Yeah. The fuck are you talking yeah. about? Ask what Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. And it's yeah. probably, and, and if we, and again, I, I want to stress, like, I'm with you. Like, I want to make sure she knows that. I, I feel exactly what you feel, not to the level because it didn't impact me personally, yeah. but mm-hmm. I feel exactly how you feel. Like, I, yes. And this is, this, like, as somebody who has to spend, and I say has to spend, like, of course, Travis, we enjoy what we do. But, like, a week like this when you and I are going to spend five, six hours on the air talking about wrestling, primarily mm-hmm. talking about a Becky Lynch, so in turn talking about a Ronda Rousey, like, it, it's hard. To just to talk about it and not you know explode when you hear like ridiculous things like that it's it's difficult but I'm right there with you and just you know it's it, getting getting back to the, the the analysis part of it that we do 
I was telling Wade, like, it's just, it's so evident that this is somebody who hasn't spent time around people. Just the words and the promos, the things that she was promoting, um, the way, like, she's so chocolate. Like, she tries to fit so many words into a promo that so many of them have no value. Like, it's just what it is. And did you see the Instagram post? Yeah. Same thing. Like, why are you saying so much? Like, it's, it's deep, but it's not that deep. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I understand, like, you know, she's their new star. I don't know why they're not telling her that's not working. You know what I mean? Like it's it really right. Just and and, and, and if they are, and she's like, "But this is what I want," I think then we have you know <laughs> then we have a problem. Thank you, boy. That's me. And what about Becky responding the way she did? Is that fair game to be like you? You know, uh, you know, you tuck tail and ran away for a year and hit up here. That's absolutely fair game, right? Like nobody's just you know. Yeah, that's finally the- out there. Yeah. About yeah yeah okay yeah so that's finally like we're talking about you know you holding those L's all right and Jay continues in his email secondly and off topic I'm taking my daughter to Anime Con here in New York City this weekend but I don't watch any of it really uh, it's her thing any suggestions on mangas or movies I should look out for. I know you have a bunch of listeners into that genre. Thanks, guys. Yeah, only, well, manga. I don't read any of those. Like, you know, you're going to start. You know what? I'm going to read my book, uh, you know, left to right and get the fuck out of here with that right to left bullshit. <laughs> uh, but on, uh, Attack on Titan, that's the show. That's the, that's the one I gush over and have been for the last three years. That's the, really the only one I watch. Uh, and as far as movies and manga, I couldn't. I couldn't. The best answer I have, tweet this to me, and then I'll put my nerves on it because, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I can't answer aloud. Like, I, yeah, I don't I know if he wants to be inundated. You know, because he has an in. You know, he's got a kid. Saying, that, I don't even know the quick fixes in 2018. Like, I can't okay. tell you. Yeah, I think he's Darrell on Twitter. I think he's been in the same post. So, Darrell could put you on. Um, yeah. But yeah, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the email, Jay. Let's uh, skip back to some uh, callers. Let's uh, talk to Willis up in DC. Uh, Willis, what's going on? What's going on, fellas? Hold oh, on, go. I got That's some enough. big news. Oh. I'm news going to WrestleMania this year. Oh, oh snap! First nice. time ever. Nice. I was just going to say, have I got my? No, nope, never, because my ass ain't getting on nobody's goddamn airplane to go see no damn wrestling. So oh. it's, it's close to up base. Those, those guys, Jim Cornette types with the John Madden types with the, I'm not getting on an airplane for, the, for nothing. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, I, don't, I don't like See, I got this $3 million for you, but, you know, it's it's here in the U.K., and you got to get it in two days. <laughs> I guess I'll be I guess I'll be a broke somebody then. You couldn't yeah. fly there like just drown yourself in booze or pills, fly there, get you two and a half, get you three mil and take a boat back, motherfucker. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't I don't, I don't, f- I don't fuck with heights. 
I don't do heights, period. <laughs> I'd have took, I'd have dragged you I'd like, like a plane. I feel like a plane uh, is not Jackson. even height. Like you can't even like qualify a plane as height. You're just not here anymore for a while. Like the takeoff, yeah, so and the landing is a height. Mm-hmm. And you're on a plane, like you're just, you're just going. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, it's right up here, you know, I had to spend spend as much money as going on. That's but true. yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't give two shits about survival series until they start switching up shit. Now I'm more interested in it. In it. That that's two callers in a row. <laughs> that's a hundred percent of our callers today who felt the same way. Yeah, even though I was looking forward to the Becky and Ronda match, but I just had a feeling that. Even though I still think Nia and Tamina gonna mess in the match, so ain't nobody gonna really lose. So, um, but yeah, Daniel Bryan being the champ, I was just totally fucking shocked because I found out this morning because I was trying to watch the show and and my old ass fell asleep, so I missed the whole Wait. thing. <laughs> Wait, because you commented on my no, on my funny. post. About uh, it was just a cheap setup to you know to get the raw guys or Brock to interfere. You're like, mm-hmm, you co-signed it with me. You're all wrong and shit. And then yeah. <laughs> I got to see like in the moment, like, oh damn, that didn't happen. You went to bed thinking, yup, that's probably gonna happen. <laughs> no, I had crazy. raw. I had no, I had SmackDown on trying to watch it, but oh, when they went to commercial, to bed, yeah, still, yeah, when they had it went to. The commercial announced the match. Next thing I know, it was 11.30 at night. It was a whole different TV show on the TV, so I didn't know what the hell happened. So I said, I've been well, that's just a sign of, I need to take my old ass to bed and call it a day. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see how they pull everything out. And I got a feeling that Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar it's going to be totally different match than everybody think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Brock Lesnar throwing a whole bunch of suplexes. I think it's going to be an actual wrestle. It's going to be a wrestle-wrestle match. Hold and hold and stuff like that. Fuck him. Brock on, give him the, 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 the 40 seconds. You know, he'll do a few go-behinds and stuff. And then he's going to pick his ass up and throw him across the ring and chuckle. And that's how the match is going to start. You might be right as far as how it starts. But why would, why would Brock wrestle? Why would he? I could see Brian trying to wrestle Brock, but he's still going to be doing his uh, power game. Like, why wouldn't he? It's because he finally got somebody in the ring that can actually wrestle an MMA style like him. Because, you know, Brian been training for that shit for the longest time. So he haven't really had anybody that actually had anybody in the ring that actually wrestled like that. So yeah. I think it's going to be a totally different match. That that would be interesting just visually and aesthetically, like to see them go in there and uh... – and, and and challenge each other in that way. I mean, just because we haven't seen Brock do anything close to that in so long. I mean, they can fuck around the rest of the year, number one, because it's November, and people, it would be super fresh in everybody's mind. They can fuck, and, 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 and it would be so different, and people would talk about it. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm looking forward to see because 
he he his him and his master's AJ was excellent because you know AJ can jump around and stuff and jump around prop, but he hasn't really had anybody else in the ring that he could actually have a, that type of match with because um, Roman couldn't have that kind of match. All he know how to do is Superman punches. You couldn't have that match with Brock because Brock. Brock oh, wrestled um, um, at least four, five, six guys, and the first one was wrestling to keep him do the things that Brian can do. And Braun, and Braun, all he know how Braun can't really do nothing because the last time he was really in the ring with Braun, Braun punched him for real, and Brock had to um, calm his ass down because I don't yeah, consider that shit that. Go to sit out of I don't consider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't consider that shit that damn. Um, at Crown Jewel damn match, that was just that was just an end to the means. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So they was they was a, that was an in, in pickle because which McCall had to leave. So uh, I want to see what's going on with that and all the other matches. I don't give a shit. I know the Seth and damn Nakamura match should be good if they let them wrestle and. Don't have Nakamura act like an ass like he's been being lately, so let's see how that is. But yeah, but they didn't seem like that. They didn't even try to even build up this shit. I think that's why they did the title change so quickly when they did. And with Brian being kind of like a heel, wonder how they going to react to Brian being kind of a heel against Brock Lesnar. I think it's too it's and really too, too early for it to solidify. They, they kind of made Brock the face. Like, they had him come out and say what he was going to do. They had Jinder Mahal, who all the baby faces, you know, listen, hear out and then beat up. <laughs> they had him do that with Brock. And so, yeah, they booked Brock as, like, the baby face in this. It's, it's, it's something. I'm sitting. Yep. So, yeah, I'm sitting here watching the new Shira. It's ha- it's halfway good, surprising enough. That's what I heard. Well, if you have like ten points in a row. I agree with. I'm not comfortable. I'm not going. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> right. Saying, I, yeah. That shows pretty good. Yeah. But it's weird. If people complaining because they little girls and not. Big women with big old titties like the original cartoon. They mad about that shit. I'm like, man, get over it. It's it's a fucking cartoon. Yep, you were watching it for the wrong reason. Well, it's got 11 points in a row. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah. Like, what's happening here? This is weird. Yeah. But no, you're you're exactly you're very much on the money tonight, sir. Um, yeah, I do think that that you're right though. Like everybody that Brock was going against had not one mode, but they were all big bads. As if to say, Roman Reigns um, has to overcome all these other big bads as Brock can to finally beat him. So yeah, you're 100% on the money, man. Um, yeah. And with that, guys, I do have to go. Um, enjoy the rest of the show. If I can jump back in later, I'll try. But if not, have a good night. Cool. Appreciate you. Alright, bye. Yeah, um, so... Oh, uh, other than that, ain't shit else going on. I, w- I had to fight most of the morning to get a damn ticket because WrestleMania ticket's hard to get because you got to wait in line. And, oh, well, you and got it was the first, a first round. So, that's, uh, so even if you weren't able to get a ticket or something good, you still had 
you know, when they go on sale, sale, sale. Because I had a whole rack of damn pre-sale codes. If anybody want to try to get their WrestleMania ticket on pre-sale, you got until um, tomorrow night before um, 11.59. Um, a couple of codes is Network. You got um, HHHVIP. You got um, Mania 35. What's HHHVIP? Triple H, like a meet and greet or something? No, H H H V I P. That's one of the um. That's one of the um pre-sale codes. Oh, oh okay, I got you, I got you. Uh huh. And another pre-sale code is oh, you just Natty. Got you, got you. Yeah, I'm just rattling off a pre-sale codes. If anybody listening on, on the line right now want to try to get a ticket tonight, so they can get it over with, so I don't have to look at it no more. So they still have some decent tickets. They range from I think like eighty all the way up to oh say about four thousand dollars a ticket. Ooh. Get what get whatever whatever you feel like getting because so, I ain't paying that much. So 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 Kyle and I M's me the other day like hey I just scheduled a WrestleMania di- a dinner that Friday, um you know like I hope you. You can make it up for WrestleMania. I was like, Highland, to ask me that in like five months, like, <laughs> like I'm most likely not going to be able to make it up there because, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's just too far. Um, well, <laughs> what, what at his house or something like that? Yeah, like we did in twenty two uh, or twenty thirteen for Mania thir- uh, uh, twenty nine. Oh, that 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 that'd be nice. Yeah, if, nah, if he was going that way to go. Damn. Yo, it's one of the it's one of the best meals I've like memorable. Like I'm not going like, fam. She put her foot in it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm waiting to see what's going on um, with that. But other than that, you let me go. I didn't. I guess I didn't made enough sense for once on this show. So <laughs> right, you can right let me right go. Right, <laughs> yeah. All right, before we take another call, let me uh, get to another one of these non-VIP emails. Jabron in Vegas, um, he says, with AJ having this very long title run, do you believe once he loses – oh, he sent this in – wait. He sent this in at 8.33 last night. So 10 minutes, eight, seven minutes or so, 10 minutes before the damn main event started. With AJ having this very long title run, do you believe once he loses the belt that it's possible he would go maybe a year or even two years without having the main title? Um, so once he loses, which he did, um, no. Um, I could see him, let's say, I mean, I could see it for sure, but can I see it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Just that's my first instinct. So I'll stick with that. I don't think a year or two years. Um, I was saying flip it back, could turn it back on, but <laughs> that's good. That's cool. Uh, I don't think it'll be two years or so, even a year before he's a uh, champion again, just because of the depth. You know, like just that based based on that alone, 
I mean, you could have like an Alistair Black or or even uh, um, I don't know whoever's main event down in NXT that's like you would think has like is a sure kind of surefire main roster main you know upper tier guy. But I'm just going to say, just based on depth alone, that he doesn't uh, go a, certainly not two years without being a champion. I could see him winning the title back at WrestleMania this year or in next year. You know, maybe against Brian. Um, how do you see Seth and Dean's career playing out moving forward now that Roman's out? Do y'all see either one of them? Gone from WWE in the next five years. Whoa! Watching 205. He hit him with the whoo, super high and tight. Vanish fly. <clears throat> um, um, no. Barring any kind of, you know, major, you know, Dean or Seth saying something super problematic publicly. Or, or you know anything like that? I don't see them, uh, you know, parting ways with the company. Not in the next five years. They're thirty, thirty-two. Nah. Uh, P.S. I checked out Impact over the, Impact over the weekend. I must say, I'm going to start. Wa- well, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. You started because they're coming out there. So I'm going to start watching more of Impact. I was really impressed with, by what I saw. Uh, both in and out of the ring. I got there early, and they let us watch the wrestlers warm up, for example. Oh, the show already have it. Okay. Um, Johnny Impact was doing all the parkour stuff he does. That was dope, just because I've never seen that done in person. Also do a few promos before the show. Not sure if that's something that normal that's normal in wrestling, but it was cool to get a little look behind the scenes. If y'all got time, check out Impact. I think you'll like it, to be honest. Uh, thanks. I would listen to the show. Yeah, appreciate that, Jabron. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be watching Impact anytime soon. Uh, but um, that's cool. I've never seen in the shows I've been to early enough. Like even house shows that I've gotten to, like when we go to house shows in Trenton, you know, you got to catch the train and shit over there. So you get there. It's not It's different from, you know, catching a sub to South Philly and going to the regular, you know, Philly arena. You got to, you know, be there, you know, super on time or early. So, but I never saw that. I've never even seen wrestlers come out to Dilly Dally like before house shows. After a show, you know, you 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 wave to them as they're getting in their cars and stuff. But <laughs> that's as close as I, you know, got beyond the meet and greet when I got to meet Test and Stacy Keebler in 2001. Um, but yeah, that's cool that that they that uh, that y'all got to see that. They're probably one, you know. They're they've got nothing to to lose by doing that, by being super accommodating and super fan friendly and behind the scenes. Like, hey, they're doing that. Why, you know, why not? You don't want to take that so far, but it doesn't sound like it was uh, 
anything, you know, beyond the pale. And JC, he chimes in. What up, East Coast cast? How about Becky Lynch? It sucks she can't compete at Survivor Series. But a couple quick, a couple questions this week. One, do you think Charlotte versus Ronda should have been a WrestleMania match? Um, I mean, it seemed like that's where they were going, but potentially. But after what happened, no. I think Becky Ronda is the WrestleMania match, but I still don't give away Charlotte Ronda on five days' notice. That's for the Rumble or for later, after WrestleMania, when Charlotte's back on Raw or, you know, it ain't going to happen. Ronda's on SmackDown in the, in the, in the, in the switch, in the, you know, in the draft or whatever they do. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, I'll just stick with that. I, I don't, I don't think, uh, Charlotte and Ronda should be WrestleMania. At least it should have been. So before the injury, maybe. I mean, maybe. Oh, not maybe. A WrestleMania match, for sure. Absolutely. But now, it's it's got to be Becky. Number two, why did AJ lose the belt to Brian? Uh, why did they, wait, why did AJ lose the belt to Daniel fucking Brian, but not Samoa Joe, who I think would be a better pick in my eyes? Oh, well. I'd rather see... And AJ Brock, and I'd rather see, yeah, I'd rather see AJ Brock again. And my last question, oh, well, we'll get to that one. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why they had the belt, why they had the title change. I was still, I wanted to see AJ Brock too. I also liked the idea of Brock versus Lesnar down the line, even if they didn't do it at WrestleMania. I don't know how you do that match not at WrestleMania because of the brand difference. I don't I don't think Royal Rumble is big enough to be just like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, because Survivor Series has been the last two years, three years. That's the only place. That's the one time a year, SmackDown versus Raw, hit up. Um, so to just come back three months later at the Rumble, like, well, yeah, Brian versus, Brian versus Lesnar would be like, eh, you know, you could do it. You can do whatever you want, but consistency matters. But at WrestleMania, people are more forgiving, and you know you can do a, a storyline thing where Shane and Stephanie make it happen. And again, it's WrestleMania; people expect and aren't, you know, yeah, no, it's, it'd be it'd be fine. Uh, number three, from any era, any wrestling company, who would you pick to do a five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match? Ugh, you want me to come up with ten people? Off the top, ever, any era, any company, so ever, any wrestler in the that that you could think of. Jeez, JC. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to save this question. Oh fuck, Survivor Series is this week. Is is Sunday? Ugh. I was going to say we could do it next week. Give Cam and I a few minutes. You know, when did you send this? Seven hours ago. Yeah. I didn't even get that far in your question when I perused it earlier when when, I, when it came through. Uh, but I, I definitely can't. I'm not going to sit here and just breathe <laughs> while I think of 10 people. Because, what did I, and you didn't set any parameters. Yo, your parameters were the widest. Fuck. 
yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna. So I'll save it still. I mean, and next week when I still don't have anything, then I'm. <laughs> All right, back to uh, back to calls. Let's uh, let's head out west and uh, talk to 28 year pro wrestling torch newsletter and VIP subscriber of Phoenix's own uh, Brian. Uh, Brian, what's happening? Hey, Trevor, hope you have a good night. Thanks for having me on, as always. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, thanks. Yeah, I'm sorry, Miss Cam, uh, Cam, but I want to tell you, I uh, really enjoyed both Cam on Monday and you um, last night on the Way Killer Pro Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm still listening to yours because I um, you know, what, got up this morning and I, drew, and I listened to when I drive to work, and I'm busy. at. I'm actually still at work right now, so I'm busy at work, so unfortunately I can't finish it yet, but um, mm-hmm. I'll finish it on my way home, listening on the way home. A couple things cool. I'll talk about. So just like anybody else, I'm still in shock about the events of the last two days, something else, um, interesting time in wrestling, which is one of the reasons why I like watching wrestling because there's just things that's just, you know, interesting. And in and, and, uh, Bry's look, when he had that just that evil look in his face, that is that was just to me. I was in my house just mar- marking out my house this morning watching it. Just does he look. does he switch up? Does he does he change his look in the next few weeks? That's a good question. I mean, because he's sporting with Seattle color, Seattle colors, so I'm not sure if he does. I, I mean, I mean, I'm really getting at does he cut his beard off? That's and go with the you know, because I think that would be a. Because you can't do the wild, oh, I'm a heel, so I got the beard. His whole thing is, I got the beard, has been the best, the top, you know, baby face for, you know, arguably for the last uh, however long. Um, does he go clean shaven to, to go heel? Is that his heel move? Like scumbag ROH Brian when he was, you know. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, because when he was, I saw a quick WWE.com. Uh, Post where he was walking back, and I can hear the audio. But you know, I was looking at his hair. His hair is like, you know, just like out of control, out of control. So I'm wondering, does he do something with? Yeah, and I mentioned the colors part first, but I was about to say about yeah, does he do something with all that? Not just facial hair, but his hair hair is like. Really yeah, cool. yeah, the whole thing, the whole the whole wild man look. Like, will he go away from that? I, I think he's going to make some kind of change. Different, different, different hair, different Brian, different attitude. That 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 type of thing. Yeah. I think so. We'll, I think so. I think so. A uh, c- couple other things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just like yourself, uh, and you mentioned this, like you said, you posted a lot. I really thought there was going to be some kind of run-in, some kind of raw run-in last night, too. And I was pretty much bracing myself for it. I kind of almost, I almost got spoiled by the title change. But I tried to stay, you know, I tried to stay off the Twitter and everything like that. But uh, I, I was waiting for something to happen like that. I'm surprised it didn't happen. I certainly am. Hold up. But you're going to talk longer, Brian. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think you said hold up. Okay, a um, couple other things. Is that um, last night you did mention that the uh, Survivor Series was uh, like canceled for a few years, they didn't do it for a few years. That's not true. They've been Survivor Series the entire time since uh, 1987. There was one year where they talked about changing the format, but they ultimately never did it. Um, Cam's Are you sure? Unfortunately, before I wrote it down here, talk to you about it. There was a Survivor Series every year in the in, in between 2000 and 2010. Yeah, there was like an 05 or something. They didn't uh, scrap the whole. 
Um, okay. I, I swore. I'm, I wish uh, that would have gotten corrected, you know, on that show. Well, you know, I don't know if that's just hanging out there, but. But yeah, no, thanks for. Nope. Yeah, I won't say that anymore. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it now, and as I'm looking, let's say I'm going past 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I keep going back in time. They don't miss. They didn't miss a year at all. Hmm. So they didn't change. So you said there was talks that they might change the format, but ultimately didn't. So there wasn't a year where they called it Survivor Series, but never like was is that what I'm thinking about? Like they called it Survivor Series, but there was no Survivor Series matches. I'm I swore there was a time where they just didn't do Survivor Series matches at least for like two or three years. One, I'm I I'm I'm, kind of, I'm scanning through it now. I remember this that one year and it was the year where uh it was Flair and Razor Ramon and I think ultimately it was Macho if it gets Macho Man and uh Mr. Perfect. I want to say that was the year where it was kind of murky. Where it was it actually going to yeah, be I'm not, I'm not a, like part. a traditional match? Okay. Uh, no, other than that, like, like I said, as I scan through here, well, at least it says they yeah, passed five years every year. Um, I didn't get a chance to uh, look at or do Cam's polls today. But as far as uh, as I go old school, you saw him, you say going way back. My favorite Survivor Series and board games was really the first first of both. Speaking of war games, so I had I mentioned this before on the East Coast cast about how I got cable in um, January of 1987. And I've been reading about NWA, you know, months, years before that. So I was like, you know, super excited to finally see the 605 show. And that 1987, July the 4th, 1987, when they had the first war games, and that was Dusty Rose, Nikita, and the Road Warriors against the Four Horsemen. And, of course, J.J. Dillon was in it, and so was Paul Ellering. And uh, I couldn't see it because they didn't show it on pay-per-view, but, you know, they had it all on the TV, all on the NWA or 605 TV show. So I ordered a videotape, a VHS videotape of it. And when I got it, was like one of the first things I got with my first real credit card. And when I got it, I just, that match was just great. Again, you know, I mean, it's Dusty, you know, and Dusty and Arn started the match off. That's what I like a lot of heat there. The first Survivor Series match, Trav, I asked any, uh, any of the listeners, of course, and yourself, if you watched the, uh, I'll say Hogan's name, Hulk Hogan, Andre um, Survivor Series match. You watched the first seven minutes of it, and the way that Rick Rude sells for everybody is incredible in that match. And, again, it's the first Survivor Series. It was in um, Cleveland, or actually a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio, and the crowd was hot almost the entire night, too. So that first Survivor Series and the first board games were real nice. And that was what year? That was the first Survivor Series? I thought that first Survivor Series was in 87. Rick Rue was around in 87? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Survivor Series was in November 26, 1987. The first yeah. War Games was July the 4th of 1987. And what was what was um, the night – what was going on in NWA that – what was Vince countering? Bunkhouse? Was that the Bunkhouse something? No, that was the Starcade where uh, Ric Flair beat Ronnie Garvin to win back the belt, win back to the NWA title. That's what that, that's what happened on the uh, on the NWA, and that's actually on the network too, by the way. Well, it's, it's better I guess it makes sense to be on the network. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of that, I'm going to go back to the the first Survivor Series trial. So if it happened in um 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 Thanksgiving night of 1987, I had cable at that point, but we didn't have pay per view. Um, in Detroit. 
So I never actually saw that first survivor series until I got it on videotape. What? And with the way the way the um, um, Stanley Wesson Pro Wrestling Illustrated Family Magazines where you have to wait six weeks to see anything. And and on TV, the WWF didn't even show anything from it. So they might have showed like a clip or two. And you had I had no idea who won anything, you know, like what was the process of elimination. So finally when the when um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated came out, I finally, finally exactly. <laughs> yeah, I should check my I should check my Facebook feed, right? Have it spoiled that way. <laughs> I tell you. Um, so, Trav, I'll talk about one other, actually two other things, and um, one one thing I'll just talk about, and the other thing will be a question. So, um, I've been watching 205 live mostly passively. So when I'm through with everything else, I'll turn it on and I'll watch it. But I like how a couple times Big Joseph or uh, Nigel McGinnis or Percy. Watson will mention about how Maria Canellis is a, a student or disciple of Paul Heyman. And the first time they said it, you know, like, okay. And they said it, a, like, every time that, that Maria and Mike Canellis have been on TV, they kind of just throw that in where, well, she was trained by Paul Heyman, blah, 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 blah. And that's, you know, putting that, those things out there, was she really that devious? So I really like that, that they just throw that out every time. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's, you know, give her some credibility. Remind fans that she, you know, she she came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Last thing I will uh, um, ask you, and uh, or a question I'll ask you, and I'll hang on and listen, and I hope you have a real good night. Um, hopefully everybody else out there has a good night as well. I'll, I will send an email to the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast Cast from New York Rich. Is that, so in six years, Trav, do you think turning, the rest of turning in six years, Yes. Okay. So um, let, let me quantify that a little bit first, though. If they let's say they come in as a heel, so that's they're at their heel. So maybe it's maybe turning three times. They come in as a heel, then they turn face, then they then they turn heel, then they turn face. I kind of count yeah. it as four times. It really, could be turning three times. You know, depending on how you want to count it. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Much. I don't know how. I'm sure there are exceptions to everything, but generally, if you come to me with that on paper, um, I'm going to say no. That's a bad idea for anybody's character. Like, nope, three times is too many. Four times is obviously too many. Yeah, no, that's uh, too many turns in too short of a time. I know there were some jokes about, like, this was Nia Nia Jax's fourth or fifth turn. Um, I'm not sure how true that is or not, or, you know, what's, you know, anyway. But the reason why I bring it up is because Seth Rollins, if you think about it, he's turned four times. The heel started off the shields. They had that soft face turn. He turned on the shield. That was his heel turn, and now he's back to face. So if you think about it, in those six years that they've been here, he's turned four times. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count it that way. Okay. That's why I asked you the ask you that voice first and then we put the person name out there. So yeah. you know, there's circumstances yeah. there's different circumstances. Yeah. 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 Cool. I hope you have a real good night. As always, I appreciate you having me on. I will talk to you later. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, of course there's circumstances for everything, like I said, but uh yeah, I'm not sure if I would consider the the shield soft baby face turn, which it was. And then the full, then the Seth heel turn, and then five. Oh shit, Bianca! Yeah, I give you three. 
but again, and like I said, even in my example on paper, I, that's too much. But this would be something I would. Uh, it's clearly I can. This would be fine. Shit, they should have just bought him back as a babyface uh, when he came back in, in in 2016 after the knee injury. Crowd wanted him to be babyface, come back, be a baby, and yeah, we wouldn't even be asking me this question. Let's uh, let's, let's go out to Brooklyn. Let's talk to Mike. Uh, Mike, what's going on? What's up? Hold on, clear my throat. There we go. What's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? Doing all right, Mike. What's uh, what's on your mind? Wow, I mean, what a powerful week this has been. But first, let's 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 go there, cause you know I'm that guy that's gonna take it there. And you know, we all both have the same um, you know, sentiment about Nia Jack and all that. W and all that, but. A comment today is very stupid in this you, you got your uh, headphones on, uh, on Mike? Yeah, you can hear me now? You, no, I can hear you, but like, are you wearing a hoodie? Because something, uh, uh, maybe if you're walking, like something every time you walk, it's like rubbing up a, whoosh, 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 you know. Yeah, I was walking. Yeah, I was walking. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. That, that was like one of the, you should have just stayed silent. And you know what I mean? Just, just, just. How about now? I'm, I'm good. You good? Yeah, yeah. You way better. That was the dumbest shit ever. Everybody, oh, we don't deliver mail, and did anybody ask how my hand was? Bitch, you got a little, a little mark on your hand, and it's a little swollen. Nothing that. I'm saying though, Mike. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, of course, your reaction is, is, is what. Uh, any decent human being should should, should react and to that. Not only that, and but, not only to that, Trav, as us taking bumps, like you you train to be a wrestler. I've trained and taken bumps at you know what I mean, and that was one of the first things um, Mr. Ross and his assistants told us. You know, you have to learn how you, you have to learn control. That's the first thing you learn. You have to learn control. You have to learn to take care of the person opposite in front of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. You can't, you can't be reckless. You cannot, you know, like I said, the way rule number one is take care of the other person. Rule number two is take care of yourself. Right. But rule number like, one is to take care of them because their rule number one is to take care of you and, you know, you'll right. be fine. They're taking care of you. All yeah. you're supposed to be told, like, she but, didn't pull that punch. At, oh, she didn't. She had no business throwing that kind of punch with that kind of recklessness. She dropped uh, in, in any situation. Like they were in the street fight. Like, she dropped her. Yeah. She dropped her. One hit yeah. with her, but she got back up, though. She dropped her. I just don't... Uh, yeah, I um, I just... I, I think her tweeting... Her, a person that's a healthy thing to do, but as a heel character, like that's fucking awesome. Like, oh my god! Nobody yeah, oh, asked me how my hand was doing. Like, oh my god! Wow! Hey, as a heel, as a heel, that was that was. I mean, in character, as a heel, you know, take crazy. That was crazy. But I mean, as somebody as big as you, and you got it. It's just like you know, we spoke on her, and this stuff that over probably about me. 
three times this year so far? No? Like, you have a history, a track record of hurting people. And being reckless with people. Yes, you do. From what I'm hearing, and from what I'm hearing, like, at first, at first, they didn't, uh, you know, she didn't, you know, they didn't think too much of it to give her heat. Now I, now I hear she's got a, she's got some heat with that, you know, with the higher up. Yeah. Yeah, with some, with, with, you know, high-ranking officials. She definitely got heat because this was the money, you know, this was the money match and the money angle. And if I'm not mistaken, that match is going to close the show. Probably. It should. Becky and all, but hey, like, I mean, it's a gift and a curse at the same time because now you set it up, you know, even more, like you guys said, and that's one of your main, your main events. Because now, yeah. as long like, as you get more, the gift second, I'm willing to do the gift curse thing. Like, if I got to deal with the bad first, but there's a payoff, like, all right, fine. But I don't want something good up front and knowing uh, this is gonna this ain't gonna end well. <laughs> no, 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 I can't right. deal with it. Yeah. But I think it's a I bad mean, term, a uh, bad in the short term. But in the long term, it's uh it's a it's a it's a it's a blessing in disguise for Becky, who like Todd Martin said, didn't have to do the job, didn't have but got the whole, but got all the rub from it. Her career is probably going to be made from that from that attack on Raw and the bloody face. And, you know, so so she didn't just get a broken face. Something came out of it. Like, it's going to make her a lot of money. Like, it's going to cost her in the next two months or however long it takes to heal. <clears throat> but she's going to, it's going to, it's going, she's going to be eating off of that moment five years from now. Absolutely. They said it was a broken face and a concussion. Right. Now they're saying it's a broken yeah. nose. Like, that seems to be the official. Yeah. But with the concussion thing, and then, you know, with her now getting a concussion, and Alexa being concussion prone, and, and, and Sasha being concussion prone, like, you know, um, guys Yeah. Yeah, I worry less about that part. Not that I'm not worried about concussions. I mean, you give her all the all the time to heal. And whatever, you know, I don't know her concussion history. Um, no, but no, no, her, I don't think she yeah. yeah. But no, you give her the appropriate amount of time for her her nose and her brain to heal. And, you know, and, and then, you know, you, you bring her back. I don't think, I don't think you have, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, certainly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, um, like, I listened to the show last night and, you know, I recorded it. So I downloaded it today. You know, we go VIP. Yeah. I don't know what y'all missing if y'all not VIP out there. So go VIP. Dear. You get that. You get the East Coast cash. You get to hear Rich and and and, and Trav You know, go VIP, y'all. Yo, but um, aside from that, like, I mean, it couldn't be sweeter. Like, y'all got a built-in main event for you know one of the built-in main events on a rabbit. What sixty, seventy thousand people. In New York, and that would be one of the matches that they would want to see. So she's going to come back 10 times bigger, you know, once she do come back. When that, once that first, you know, oh, what, in the what, arena. What's, the, 
What's the strategy, Mike? Do you have her on TV for like say she's out to the Rumble, right? Like the Rumble's the like the, let's, let's say she's she's penciled in um, to return at the Rumble. Do you have her just be like a surprise, like you know, like they do well, with the Rumble, or do you have her? Do you do like Stone Cold when his neck was hurt, and just have her still on TV causing call, talking that shit and raising hell? Um, like they could flip it, they could flip it either way. I think either way will work, but I think her coming to that stadium because the Rumble was in the um, stadium this year. And just coming through and just just just, just saying that, you know what I mean. So you hold her off. You don't put her on TV for the next eight weeks or whatever until right. the rumble. Okay. And just have her flinging people left and right, so you get down to two people: Becky Lynch, Nia Jax so on one side of the. You know what I mean? One side of the um. Oh my God, Mike, you're so fucking right. Especially because Nia won that, you know, won that thing the other, you know, a couple weeks ago. So she's got a little bit of juice as far as, you know, winning Battle Royals. Yo. The last two. The last two. Matter of fact, you build that into her Rumble build. She's like, oh, I done figured these Battle Royals out. I know how to win Battle Royals. The Royal Rumble is when when I got a chance, when it's not as many people in. Oh, I know how to. I figured it out. I got it all strategized and, you know, right. whatever. I, you know, you can think of something better than that, but. Oh, Bianca. That should be it. That should be it. So you be it. Like, I'm going I'm, I'm to make, make a spoiler prediction. Bye, Mia. Good. I'm going to make a spoiler prediction. And this is not to, not to shy away from what we just talk about, but to, to talk about that girl, Bianca. To me, I'm going on the land because she WWE, quote-unquote, you know what I mean, made and You know what I mean? She's probably going to be there. Yeah, she's, she's the Dolph Ziggler of, of, of the women. But she, but right out of college, two athlete, you know, two sport athlete. I think Dolph was just a wrestler, but, you know, but a big-time yeah. college wrestler. Recruited right out of Kent State. She's recruited right out of uh, Tennessee. And put her right in it. Yeah, she ain't wrestled for nobody not named McMahon. She's a freak of nature. She's the one that she's the she's the one that beats Baszler before Baszler comes up to the main rock. I'm 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 calling I'm gonna call Stain on that. She beats Baszler before Baszler gets all kicked up. If I say after Mania, I, I see Baszler coming up to that main rock. I see her coming up. And also with um, you know, as far as the whole deep Bryant thing and all that, like I mean, I was I was in the base, like I wasn't just stunned. I'm not saying it's the same magnitude of it because we definitely know it ain't. But I'm gonna say I was in the maintenance, you know, as far as like, you know, how that shit just came out of nowhere. It took me back to that, you know, to that essence when, you know, when Hogan did the whole NWO turn. You know what I mean? Cause you didn't see that shit coming. So probably like you said, the most beloved baby face over the past, you know, five, you know, six years or whatever the case is, you know what I mean? However it's normally been. And you take, you know, one of the hottest cats now, like regardless of what, you know, how long he's been down and in the game, you know, AJ is hot and it's not just you know, it's, it's 
mostly off his own, you know, stature and what he has done. And also is vicariously through that that lineage, that family tree comes from. You know, who's the hottest thing outside of WWE? Bullet Club. And who's the ass leader? So it's like he's going to be forever hot and forever, you know what I mean? And, you know, as far as, like, merch and shit like that, you know, he's probably a step apart. Like, right now, he's, you know what I mean? He's the, the, the number one guy that they had. You know, Roman's on the show. So, and, you know, the game is doing pretty good up there as far as sales, things of that nature, you know? Like, so he's their guy. And I see, like, to me, I don't think they should rush, you know, right back. AJ Bryan rematch. I feel like they, you know, that could be one of like if they build it up and heat it up properly, like, you know, I kind of dig what Wade said. Wade said uh, last night that he don't, you know, he feel like they kind of diminished it because they they giving them two TV matches. I think that they could build it back up and make it hot. You know what I mean? And have you know Bryan at that dastardly, you know, like across between. 205 ROH run and, you know, like that Dastardly Hill running so champion that's running from the guy. And I think you put AJ in the rumble and, you know, have him rebuild, you know, rebuild him from there. Yeah. Have him, have him win the rumble. Or even, you know, have him win the elimination chamber. Because to me, I feel, I feel like that mania, like I agree with y'all whole system too. I think, um, Braun is more Andre Big Show than, you know, Hogan Stone Cold Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, no, like, for sure. Because he's very limited, and then, like, if you look at him, like, something's bothering him. He's not moving right. Like, something on him is hurt. Like, something's bothering him. Braun? Not moving. Huh? Braun? Yeah. You saying Braun's hurt? Yeah, Braun is, um... Is um someone hurt? I I hear you having uh, knee problems. Oh, because I know Big Show could barely get up after he pinned. Oh Kobe my Casey. God! Oh, that, that was so horrifying and sad. Like that was sad. That I was just was like, damn, just roll roll out of the ring and you know let your legs straight. You know that'll. I'm like, you know. damn. So enough is enough. You made a lot of fucking money. Like your help is everything. It, Right, Damn. he retired. Like I thought he retired after, you know, getting a spear to barely fucking move. He got his hip replaced or I don't know if it was not replaced. Yeah, yeah, replaced. He barely could get down and make the cover on Kobe when he gave him the knockout blow. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Show like it was it, it's sad because you know, to me, that's one of my favorite big guys. I mean, Giant and his prime, like, nobody was doing shit he was doing. He was doing, doing drop kicks off the top rope and shit. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a sad fight. But I, I love, like, what's going on right now as far as the unpredictable. You know, like, like I said, life can hand you, you know, curses and gifts at the same time. And, you know, the catalyst for all this was, you know, the Roman announcement and shit just, you know what I mean? So the way I feel, the way I see it, I guess the whole WrestleMania plans, shit had to get thrown out the window and they had to go start from scratch. Me, this, 
You know what I mean? This is just wishful thinking, and this will be my top, you know, mania matches. I go Ronda, Ronda Becky, mm-hmm. Brock Drew, mm-hmm. AJ Tom Bryan. If available, uh, Seth and Kenny, if they somehow could make that happen, to get Omega over there, Seth Kenny, um, I I give um if they gonna go out on a on a limb or a last ride or whatever. With Undertaker, I don't want to see Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I would give Undertaker, I would feed him to a younger opponent. I would give either Braun Taker or Kevin Owens Undertaker. So they could put that under their belt. That they the guy that finally, you know, put him out. They're going to do that. No fucking shame. I mean, I really don't want to see Taker perform, period. I don't want to see Shane McMahon up there, like, so whoever the guy was that called and said Shane versus Bryant for the title, please no, 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 please no, please no, please no. Let's not do that at all. And also, I, I liked it that shot last night with the, with the Usos when they came up and they had everybody walking behind them like the gang and everybody just. Yeah, I mean, that shit has no credibility at all, but it looked awesome. <laughs> the Usos did their thing. You know, they're great, well, but I mean, the colognes the and... Yeah. The back side of the picture is better than the raw side. The raw side got a bunch of job of comedian tag teams over there. Fucking B-team. Who else? Right, the captains are goddamn glorious and friggin' what's his thing? So you know they're losing. <laughs> right. You know they have to be losing. They have to be losing. I see SmackDown, you know, being that, you know, they're moving the box next fall. I see this being the catalyst for them. So, to win. They lost two years straight. You got to give them some win. You got to make them look, you know what I mean? They lost two years straight. They got to win this year. Yo, you want to hear something wild as fuck? At the risk of uh, breaking the bro code, I won't use any names, but this is currently a conversation happening in the group chat. Uh, So the one friend says, guys, I might have made a mistake today. I went to this gal's house for the first time. She had those inspirational stencil sayings all over the damn place. I should have turned back. Oh, and, 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 then, uh, and then another friend who uh, happens to host a certain VIP, co-host a certain VIP show says, uh-oh, you're going to get proposed to by lunch. <laughs> and, then, and then the homie says that went to the girl crib said, instead we watched 2.33 episodes of Glow. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm trying, wait, I'm still scrolling. Oh, oh, he says, I legit showed her how to lock up headline and go behind. Triple H, Trish Stratus actually works. That 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 shit from the backstage segment a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't say if he hit or not. Like I don't know. Like did you fuck or what? Oh, and 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 a, and, and, a, and another friend who who happens to co-host this here live show says, 
I should have turned back, nigga. You should have beat. <laughs> oh shit, he said I did. Sure, I didn't even put up a picture. She, she, uh, damn, she tough. Okay, uh, <laughs> All right, Mike, my bad. I had to spill a little tea. <laughs> nah, 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 that's crazy. That's crazy. Funny, man. Funny shit. I hope he did, man. Oh, she did. She, she definitely looked like the type to have a bunch of damn uh, uh, artwork from Ross hanging up all over the place. Wow. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, I mean, I was into the survivor because I did want to keep rocking like me. And I'm going to make a comment and it's probably going to you know, hurt some deep Brian fans, but Yo, Mike, hold up, hold up, hold up. He said, also, I emptied the condom into the toilet and rinsed it before I threw it away. Oh, that's my guy. <laughs> I have a for that I damn near put it in a baggie and took it with me, CSI style. I ain't mad at him. I'm not trusting a 29-year-old with that much hope in her soul. Wow. Carissa Riviera. Good Lord. Are you watching NXT? Motherfucker. Who is this? Bianca who? Wow. Now, I catch it all when I come home. Oh, my gosh. She is about to lose to Lacey Evans, but still. Wow. Nah, but you know who else you got to pay attention to, too? I, I, like, last week, I had to get off because we had some type of conference here, so I had to, um, and, and it struck my mind last week. That fucking, uh, that Kira Hogan off of um, Impact. I ain't never seen her. I've only Lord seen the smoke show. Cars Impact, girl. Uh, um, no, no, no. This, this, is the, this is the little black sister, yo. Trash. Trash. Cake balls. You hear me? Word. Her Instagram is um, um, Hogan Old Death. That's a black girl. Kira Hogan. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Kira Hogan. Let's see. Oh damn, she's fine. Oh my gosh, she got the yeeks. <laughs> I want to put the candles on it and blow that cake out. Oh my god. Oh damn. Yeah, she definitely getting a follow. <laughs> yeah, that's what she kind of made me want want start watching Impact back back again. Too. She's one of the primary reasons. Damn. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So anything yeah. else for us, Mike? Yeah. Before we get out of here. Yeah. Before we um, before we go, I'm looking forward to NXT um takeover. Of course, you know that shit gonna be another another Broadway show. Um, I'm gonna leave with this on this note. I you know talk to you next week and I listen. Do you think the dream gets the title? What? I said, do you think um, 
and after I leave off this note, do you think they should go with King's Pop? Do you think you get that bite? That's why, because you're you're all scratchily, you know. I can't. <laughs> do I think what's happening? No, I said, do you think Velveteen gets the title? Oh, oh, oh. no, 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 no. Oh man, I, I, I think it's I think it's time, man. I'm going on that little try. I'd be surprised. But yeah, appreciate you, Mike. All right, bro. Mike from Brooklyn. Yo, this Carissa, God damn, I got to go back. I got to see her entrance because she is amazing. Well, I didn't watch much of the match, so I don't know how (laughs) she's any good. But damn, she's gorgeous. Come on. Take over promo. And the match was short. There she is. There she is. I want to see her full intro. All right. Let's uh, let's bring Craig in. I think that's Craig. Craig, is that you? What up? It's me. Oh, bring it down, partner. What's what's happening? I'm going to get an intro. Damn it. Carissa Rivera. Wow. Okay, I'm here. You seem to be very into this this woman. She is. Wait till you see her. God damn. I got to wait until 5 o'clock in the morning to watch. Why? Why so specific? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when they posted up on Hulu, uh, 205 and... uh, NXT. Oh, you don't have the network? No, I got rid of it um, after the Saudi thing. Ah, that's thing. right. Nope, nope. And you I'll had get principles and morals. No, it's not principles. It's just I wanted to say something <laughs> just right. to get it out there. You know, instead of sending a tweet, you know, you put that in your, you know, your cancellation because they ask you why you cancel. And somebody's going to read that more than they will just read a tweet to WWE, you know. But I'll get it back on Sunday because I'm going to watch uh, TakeOver and then Survivor Series the next morning. Cool. So what's on your mind? Um, well, right now it's Pizza Hut because I'm trapped in my bedroom. I don't know if you've seen what's going on in my house. The furnace went out. Oh damn! So yeah, you're you're so what? You have your space heater. So, yo, I've been there. Who have I been there? <laughs> and I do not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, Toledo right now. It's thirty six degrees in Austin. I can't imagine. You know what it is? You know, a thousand miles north. Um, it's forty. It's forty two degrees in my house. Damn. But I feel in bad. the bedroom, it's. It's kind of toasty because I got a small, yeah. you know, small bedroom and uh, just Where'd you do dog with the dog? He's in here with me. No, 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 no. Like when you're at work, did you were you able to? Uh, he's my sister said he's okay if you pile like I heat up the bedroom as hot as it'll get before I leave, 
and then pile them under some blankets and and you know with this all this stuff and uh it's coldish by the time i get home but i only work eight hours so you know and then i turn the heat right back on so it's not like he's in in the 42 degrees the whole time it's probably like a couple hours he's cold Carissa Rivera, second the Cherokee Warrior, second generation pro wrestler. Who's her dad, I assume? What's her last name? Rivera. I mean, that, that doesn't mean he had to be somebody, a national person whose name we'd know to be right, second right. generation. You know. <laughs> She's still second generation. I, All right. I just, I just didn't... I didn't know if I might have heard from of her before, but no. Yeah, I just followed her on Instagram. Damn, she's fine. Oh, here's her dad. Let's see. Uh, it's a black and white picture. Everything I do is to honor of you. Uh, what's his name? She didn't post his name. So, I don't know. She what nationality? She's Native American. And so is he. He's like, you know, brown guy with a head, you know, Native dude with a headdress on. And she's got a, like 800 hashtags, father and daughter, second generation wrestler, legacy, Cherokee warrior, WWE, WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown, WWE NXT, WWE Performance Center, WWE UK, May Young Classic, ROH, ROH, Ring of Honor. Like, like all, and not she was like, in the May Young Classic? No, 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 no. She's just... They used all these hashtags on her Instagram. Oh, okay. A, uh, a not runner-up, but a, you know, a, what do they call it? Stand-in? Like when you get, if somebody gets hurt in the first round or before the first round? or Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Tegan Knox last year. Yeah, yeah. So she probably was one of those, and she just didn't get into the tournament. It's proper. How do you spell her name? Her first name? Carissa's K A R I S S A. Nope, she doesn't so. have a Wikipedia, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So what's going on? What's what are you thinking about? Uh, well, I wanted to know because do you think that um, they're going to have that tag match, the big old clusterfuck tag match on? the pre-show and the pre-show is two hours. Usually when there's a two hour pre-show, they have two matches on the pre-show. Do you think they're going to stick that two Oh five live match on the pre-show with the tag match? Because I think that match that the, the buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali match they had earlier this year was the match of the year. In my opinion. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they might put that on the actual show. Because they're running it back for some reason. I mean, probably not. I mean, well, I, I don't. When was the last time an NXT or a uh, 205 match got on the main pay per view? I just got my hopes up for it because, well, I guess, I guess it really doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, it matters to them because they get. I think they might get paid more if it's on the you know because of the DVDs. They don't have the pre-show matches on the DVDs, I don't think. Yeah. 
But anyway, I think that's going to be the best match. I mean, it's, it certainly could be, <laughs> you know, just because of did you, how did they Did you see it. the one earlier this year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Like, soon after I started watching uh, 205 again, I think that match happened. Yeah, that was my favorite match. And it was just on a random week, too. It wasn't even on, like, a pay-per-view or anything like that. Yeah. I love both those guys. They're they're killing it. I still don't give a crap about Buddy Murphy, but, yeah, he's wrestling good. <laughs> I don't feel like Buddy Murphy. I mean, I don't know. It's corny. Not your, not your style. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Much. But it's just, you know, whatever. Fuck out of here, buddy Murphy. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I, mean, I didn't like him when it was Murphy and, and Douglas or Murphy and whatever the fuck the other guy's name. I didn't like them, too. They were terrible. Not terrible, but they were cornballs. Oh, Blake and Murphy? Blake and Murphy, ugh. Couldn't stand those guys. Blake's in Forgotten Sons now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, for the uh, Daniel Bryan heel thing, I never watched the ROH back in because I only started watching in 2014 again, and um, <laughs> I never saw the heel Daniel Bryan. But you guys are talking about the wild changing the wild man haircut and, and all that stuff. And I, when I saw him when he turned heel last night. I liked the way he looked, like crazy hair, all erratic and and yeah. stuff like that. As part yeah. of the heel, yeah, he looked like normally would work. But if he's been like that at the peak of his fandom, you know, that's not exactly new. I think the drastic, more sinister was if he went back to. I mean, could you imagine if he showed up at Survivor Series Sunday to wrestle Brock? Looking like Daniel Bryan from NXT 2010. <laughs> Just smooth, baby face, short haircut. Yeah. But <laughs> I also think that when like I worked He had the haircut. Remember the night he retired? He had, you know, he had the haircut, but he always had his beard. But I'm talking just get rid of the beard, smooth, baby skin, you know, baby face. Uh, but you're a but you're psycho heel like that'll be the like uh, like what's his face who was what was the movie where he was fucking the girl and flexing in the mirror murdering people psycho or American psycho or something Marathon, Matthew McConaughey I've never seen it either but uh-huh. it's super popular uh, it's super like every everybody re- references it because it's got some good lines in it but at one point he's he's like a sociopath he's like a fucking narcissist and the murderer serial killer but he's like fucking a woman and there's a mirror across the room and he's like so into looking at himself you know i think that the idea is is he getting off looking at himself or because he's like you know inside a woman (laughs) so yeah american psycho durrell tells me i think sean was telling me the same thing (laughs) oh christian bale i think i said matthew mcconaughey christian bale yeah. yeah okay yeah, that makes sense. He he's a handsome man. I would yeah. Oh no, yeah, he's goddamn gorgeous. You should watch them Batman. Um 
The uh, I, I I don't like I said I, I mean, don't. That's all the hope wants, so. I mean that's all I need. I got you know I think them. <laughs> One of these days, somebody's gonna tie you down and make you watch, pry your eyes open, like in. Uh, they would have to do that. Yeah. Oh no, that it was clockwork. Clockwork Orange. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. Um, the the uh, you guys were talking about how how, uh, how premeditated this whole title change thing was, and I was thinking that it was. I think it was definitely planned before Monday. So Nia Jax had nothing to do with it. Mm. I think it was planned because of the gender thing, gender coming out and reminding everybody about what happened last year. Okay. Yeah. I, that's what, I mean, that's just what I'm thinking. I don't think it was a, you know, you don't, you don't change a 371 day title reign on a whim, you know, because well, I mean, of something can. that happened in another match or another uh, uh, potential match. Right. Yeah. I mean, for a card, right. I mean, it's a one-time card thing. And, and honestly, I didn't want to see that. The, 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 these matches are so hard nowadays because it, it was like the Joe thing. When Joe lost again to AJ Styles and Braun lost again to Brock Lesnar, it's mm-hmm. like, man, you can't beat AJ twice by Brock Lesnar. You can't keep beating these guys and they hold the same you know, credibility. You can't have Becky this hot going in to face Ronda Rousey. It's either going to be a schmoz or someone's going to get, like, uh, not degraded, but downgraded, downgraded just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, like, I didn't want to see AJ lose again to Brock. <clears throat> oh, that's I what I think would have happened. That's, a one re- that's another reason why I wanted to see the match. I was like, oh, AJ's going to beat Brock this year. I I just don't see it. I I wanted, I would have wanted it to happen. Sure. But, you know, and and like you, I would, I've gotten kind of like, back, back in the day, it, when I watched like, you know, pre-96, it didn't seem like everything was focused on WrestleMania. The whole, like, the whole year was, like, people were, like, people nowadays, they talk about WrestleMania, what's for the next WrestleMania at the WrestleMania. Oh, next year is going to be Ronda and and Charlotte. And it's like that, I don't remember that back in the day. I remember King of the Ring mattering and, and SummerSlam mattering. And then you thought about WrestleMania after the Royal Rumble, you know? Nowadays, it's like the whole thing is focused on WrestleMania. But I've kind of gotten with that, too, in that I want to see that Becky and Ronda match come back around at WrestleMania. Becky vacates the title and then goes because of the injury or supposed injury. I think they're making it out to be a bigger deal than it is because they want her to vacate the title. Really? That's what I think. Because... I mean, she, I've seen concussions. She did not look, she they said severe concussions, severe concussion. And I'm like, she didn't look severely concussed. 
right. Monday night. Right. Like Brock, after that shooting star press, was severely concussed. And we could tell right. he was goddamn severely yeah. concussed. I mean, anybody who's watched sports has seen what people are like when they're severely concussed. Fuck uh, Jay Cutler and, and, and you know, quarter, like John Elway. You see them on the sidelines and their eyes are spinning. Becky just looked like a monster. And she looked like she had all her facilities. But, I mean, that's just my little conspiracy theory myself. But uh, I think they're, they're going to try to take that title off her so she doesn't have a title, goes into the Rumble, and then wins. Well, that's what I hope, and that's what I think. Okay. I wouldn't uh... – But, yeah. I was, yeah, she's got to – That she's would be the be, I mean, when I've talked about is she going to go away for the next two months is assuming – she has to obviously drop the title because uh, uh, like she's going away because she hurt. She hurt. She can't defend the title, and they can't, you know, have somebody just until January not named Brock Lesnar not defending the title. Uh, yep. So, so you might be right in in the way that you uh, that you laid it out, and that would that be that'd be cool. I'd be absolutely fine with that. In the meantime, though, like who has it? Oh, it doesn't matter. You can put it on anybody. It, this, uh, there's there's two women that matter right now, and it's Becky and Rhonda, and that's it. Wow. I mean, you can go down the list, and compared to those two, I mean, because even when she was going down the, the line and noticed Nikki Cross wasn't there, so she must still be an NXT person, not a – not a SmackDown Live person, but that's a good point. She was going down the, she was going down the line and looking and looking and and all of the options were like, no, not her, no, not her. Yeah. No, Did you no, hear what I said? Her. What I said to Wade last night about Lana? Oh yeah, I, I listened to yeah. <laughs> she should have just <laughs> walking. She walked right past her. I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's kind of what it's like. like. Me? 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 Like, fuck no. You want to get your ass <laughs> trounced? Yeah, and it, that would be a punishment. Yeah, go on. You know, yeah, go on, yeah. Lana. <laughs> I still think it's a punishment because I don't see, you know, and I feel bad for Charlotte because, I mean, she was the hype and all the shit. And and everybody wanted to see that Ronda Charlotte match, and now it's like, man, now we got to see a Ronda Charlotte match. Yeah, and her <laughs> main eventing WrestleMania just evaporated. Yeah, that's where I think more like, would be the most most disappointing part. Like, damn it, that's uh that's that's Becky spot now, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. If, if that still happens, if they're yeah. going to have Ron in the woman main event. And I'm wondering what, if anything, like Rhonda and, or not Rhonda, um, Becky and Charlotte kind of getting back together, but, you know, just kind of a respectful thing. And uh, Sasha and Bailey being completely off the radar. What all that might have to do with anything either this Sunday or going forward. Hmm. Because you, you were talking about the um, 
Marina Shafir and the uh, Jessamyn Duke, yeah. Shayna Baszler thing. And, you know, those, they're out there. And I don't know if I'd want to, would you want to see that before the WrestleMania thing? That four women thing? Would I want to see it before what? Before the WrestleMania, if if, if Becky and uh, Charlotte or not uh, Becky and Ronda get together at WrestleMania, would you want to see the four horsewomen thing before that? Because I don't think I would. I would. I would want to see that after. Well, you can't. I, there's an issue with the four horsewomen thing. The 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 three three of the MMA ones are clearly heels. Shayna and the, and Duke and Shafir. You can't. It's, it's, yeah, Ronda going to align herself with those guys against Charlotte. Well, Ronda, Ronda, huh? Ronda is one promo away from being a heel. Oh yeah, no, totally. Ronda can, like Ronda, in the real world, for sure. You can see her just snapping. Like you guys are all Becky, Becky, Becky during my promos, and yeah, her. I mean, yeah, like uh, Herman Cain. You can, yeah, you can say you that, that about a lot of them. You can say that about a lot of Republicans right now. You chose that mother. No, no, I just meant in that in that in that exact moment when he said, "I don't need to know the name, the name, the president of Ooze Becky 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 Stan." Being a buffoon and it was like it was fun. Yeah, and could, yeah, and now and now you can just laugh at him like this guy's never been running. Yeah, and now the guy, the guy who's running running the country probably thinks you, Becky, 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 Stan is of country. So. Is that an actual place or an actual woman? One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably someone he grabbed somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. That's, I mean, that's all. I had, I had some stuff written down, but it's in the other room. I was just fucking. <laughs> what is it? Is it an Arctic uh, uh, trek to get to get your yeah, notes? It is, man. It's 42 degrees. I don't want to open the door. You know, uh, you know the temperature in my apartment right now? What is the temperature in your apartment right now? <laughs> it's 78. Nice. And you probably don't have any kind of climate control devices making it 78, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's cold outside. I got the heat on. I told you earlier, it's 36 here outside. So that's what I was saying. If it's 36 here, you can imagine what it is in, in Toledo. I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah. You know, I got the, we got the heat on for, uh, for a few days now. It's been cold. So. I feel bad for you, man. Well, uh, well, I, again, I have heat. I have a working goddamn furnace. Yeah, I'm just hoping because they're coming out Friday, and I'm just hoping it's just Friday. a thermal coupler, like hundred bucks. No, 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 no. How is that not like a, an emer- Why didn't you put in like some kind of emergency back in July or August when when the thing of my AC went out and it was just blowing out hot air and it was hot as fuck? Um, I asked my neighbor, like, "Hey, do you have a fan I could borrow?" Until they come out, it was some over the weekend. She was like, 
you can just call that in as an emergency and they'll come out and, and they did. They were there like a half hour later and they fixed it. <laughs> here's here's the thing in 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 here in Ohio, Toledo, whatever. Um yeah. as long as you don't have because you pay rent. If you pay, if you have a place where you're paying rent and you have no furnace, that you don't have to pay rent until they get the furnace fixed. Or you can get it prorated uh, until they get out. You need to get some knocked off your rent next month. <laughs> I don't have a rent. I own the house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's that's why. And All so right. I called on Sunday. So I called on Sunday, and I was like, so "You gotta get that shit fixed." You how you homeowning ass? That's what you get for trying to be yeah. a homeowner. <laughs> it, well, it, it wasn't my idea. It was my dad's house, so I took it over, and gotcha. you know. You know, I, I got all the problems. I, I don't know. I'm trying. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I called Sunday, yeah. and they said, oh, you're, you're uh, well, you, you could pay double time. And I'm like, okay, well, I can just call tomorrow. And, and I called Monday, and they're like, okay, we'll be out Friday. And I'm That's like, Friday? Time? Yeah. If I would have taken it on Sunday and paid the double time, I could have had it done that day. But oh, I called Monday and tried to get okay. my ass paid. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Ah, well, I'll live. Going to get some pizza, hang out with my dog. I had to cancel my trip to Detroit for today because I was going to go up to see Marty DeRosa, Marty and Sarah um, podcast and Colt Cabana up in Detroit. And I had to cancel that, stay with the dog. But... We're gonna get some pizza, hang out, and watch TV. You got a uh, one got to go? No, no. I I might send one in on the VIP. I got an. Oh, I, oh yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. Um, the VIP idea I had. Do you do you know what counterfactuals are? Counterfactuals. Like when, yeah, like if you change one event in history. How would that affect, like, a butterfly effect for the rest of, sure. you know, time and, and things yeah. like that? Um, there's a really good book I read uh, upon further review. Uh-huh. It's a it's sports counterfactuals, like if this happened and, you know, here's the dominoes. And it's a really good book and it's really funny in some spots. And just check it out. Um, I wanted to do a wrestling one like that, and I wanted to uh, pitch – a few a few to you and rich and i'll give the counterfactual and then i want one of you to pick the final like what who is the champion in 2002 or whatever you know something happens in 91 different and who's the champion in 2002 and then the other guy has to say how it happened kind of like the uh remember that big bang theory how when he's like uh, uh, when Sheldon met Amy and they were doing the whole um, uh, there are no beavers so what is the um, main food in Denmark or something like that and they're like clearly it's English muffins or something like that I don't was that last season I still haven't gotten through last season no no that was that was Amy that was like the second episode Amy was on oh okay so a little while, a while ago okay, they were sitting no, on the couch playing playing that kind of game so okay okay i'll try to find the clip and send it to you but yeah i'm all right. I'm, I'm all done thanks man talk to you later
All right, we're going to... Oh, shit. Yeah, some people on hold hold. So we're going to go from Toledo to, looks like, Detroit. We're everybody in a 313. 313, who's this? What up? And I assume, Yo, I assume you're in Detroit. What's up? Who's this? What's up? This is Matt from Detroit. Can you hear me? Yeah, Matt, what's happening? What's going on, man? Yeah, this is my first time calling. I um, followed you on Twitter a while back. I had listened to you on the Wade Keller podcast. Wait, when did you hear me? Last night or a while ago? Uh, No, it was a while ago. I probably say like oh, a couple okay. of months ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Awesome. Yeah, that's my first time getting a call because I'm usually at work or something like that. But I listen to your show from time to time, and I love listening to y'all. Cool. Appreciate you. Yeah. So you mind? Yeah, man. I, I, I wanted to talk about the black wrestling scene. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to know what y'all thought, man. Today. Yeah, pretty much, man. You know, it it it, it pretty much been sad for the most part, but uh, it's looking like we got some guys coming up. And uh, of course, besides Velveteen Dream, I wanted to know what y'all thought about what they was doing with Apollo Crews. It's, it's looking like they're trying to give him a push or something. Yeah, I hope so. I, I I think I don't think it's uh, his his in ring or his uh, his opponent. I think they just haven't tapped into the part of his personality that that made him fun to watch on the Indies as Uha. So it's one of the, it's one of those things where they just haven't framed him correctly. I mean, for, remember for years, Big E was just the big muscular black you know with the big pecs and it was just like you know he had no particular personality uh if you followed him on social media you knew he did but he didn't there was none of that on tv and then he got in the new day and was able to have his personality framed in a way that wasn't just you know a goofy guy that like had my little ponies and stuff like on his instagram and shit so um Oh, it's just a matter of how putting him, positioning him with with something good, or putting him with somebody, or just framing him in a different way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, of course, I like the new day, but I, it just seems like that's going to be stuck with them forever now. Because I can't even see them doing a, a breakup right now. You know, I, I would love to see it, it happen, just to see one of them guys get pushed up to the main event. But I just, I don't really see it. Yeah, um, trying to think who, who we, quote unquote, who else we got. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, Velveteen is, is the one, but yeah. I mean, besides him, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> What's Ricochet? Isn't he uh, half Puerto Rican, half black, or something? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he don't identify. Yeah, as black. Trevor. Uh, does either. <laughs> this guy named Travis is saying that directly. Yeah, I just I wanted to see see what you thought about that, but I figure you pretty pretty much had the same thoughts as me. But uh, yeah, I really just wanted to call in just to highlight y'all and let y'all know that uh, I'll be listening to this show. Cool. Well, don't be a stranger. Yeah. 
You know, and and again, as I say at the top of the show, we got all them different ways. And you know, if you can't call in live, if you can't call in live. You can always drop a voicemail or uh, drop an email. So, or hit us up yeah. on Twitter. You know, it's a million ways. So don't let not being able to call in live. And that's for everybody. Keep you from uh, keep you from interacting. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, man. And um, yeah, y'all keep doing your thing. I'm keep listening, man. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Yep. All right, let's keep it moving. Looks like we've got another unfamiliar uh, uh, unfamiliar number. Let's see. Three, four, six. Where is the 346? 346 is Houston. All right. Yeah, Houston in the building. So, uh, whoops. Who's this from Houston? What up? Is what's up, Travis? This is Ricky. What's happening, Ricky? You a first time caller? I don't remember uh, talking to you before. Um, I could. The first time I called was like two weeks ago. Oh damn! Yeah, huh? that was the first time. Yeah, I called two weeks ago. It was like it was after the uh, after Roman announced he had cancer. I called that week. Ah, that hectic week. It was so. the first time I called. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah, for calling back. I, I remember. I remember you telling me, or you saying when I got off that you hated me for my youth because I'm only 23. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. Yeah, but um, I was just watching NXT, and it made me think. I wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, like if it ain't about Carissa Rivera, people, I don't want to hear. That's all. That, that's all oh I remember. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yo, I. <laughs> I called I called in and I was listening to you and Craig um right after that match and you made me laugh because I did the exact same thing you did. I went straight to Instagram <laughs> after I saw her and hit that follow button like damn. Yep. But um yeah, I was watching NXT and I was it made me think about how the current system is now and I was thinking of I was thinking like how it's kind of counterproductive almost. Like, NXT is super good, but, and it's, it creates stars, but at the same time, like, is it counterproductive that the product down there is so good, and then you have these characters that come up, and then it's like, uh, fuck, yeah. we're just gonna yeah. do nothing. No, 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 no. I, I absolutely <laughs> get that, um, and I get why you would why counterproductive is uh is something yeah, that's not the wrong phrase to use. But because I was watching you, I was watching the, the option is on the to NXT be bad like you know, have the negative stuff like the main roster. So it, counterproductive only because it's a it's a self inflicted counterproductive thing. Like you could just make the main right. roster better. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because I was watching an obvious uh, 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 difference, and 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 I don't know how yeah. I feel about. Did you see Seth and 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 Cesaro and those guys down in NXT? I don't know when this was or why, how I didn't see it until I saw a clip over the weekend or earlier this week. They're on one side of the ring, the NXT veterans, and on the other side, it's like Adam Cole 
and uh, whoever, just current people. And they're going back and forth, and Seth says some disparaging things, and like, man, I'm glad I'm not down here anymore. And then somebody, and then Adam Page, or Adam Cole got on the mic and was like, "Everybody knows NXT is better than the WWE," and everybody went nuts in the audience. Like, fam, try <laughs> to chill the fuck out with that. Like, yes, everybody does know, but there's no need. Like, you want to be the yeah. one uh, on a, on a, with a foot with a footage that can be looped over and over again? Are you saying right. something Like. <laughs> And it's just crazy to me because I was watching um, the like they have the collections on a network, and I was watching. I think they had one on Finn Balor. Finn Balor is my favorite guy right now, so I was watching the Finn Balor one, and I was watching the Sasha one. And I'm like, I'm watching all these matches and segments and stuff, and I'm like, it's so much better. And then I go to Hulu to like catch up on Raw, and I'm like, this, what is this bullshit, man? Like this is trash. Like what is so I'm like you had these big stars down there. I mean as big as NXT could be, you know, as far as the big stars down there. But it's like, and then they come up to the main roster and it's just like trash. Like what are y'all doing? Like I don't understand. So that's why the word counterproductive came to me because it's like you're doing all this great work down there, and then when you come up, it's like you would think you would want to capitalize on that and keep it going instead of just tossing it to the side. And I really hate what they did with Finn because after he got hurt, it was kind of just like, I guess Vince was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, we're going to stick with the and Roman was, thing. Finn was on fire. He, he Yeah. Yeah. So Vince at the, probably in the moment felt like, I can't, I have to cash in on, you know, on this guy's popularity. Like, Roman, you know. And then a year later, eight, nine, ten months later, whenever he came back from his shoulder, it just, you know, the groundswell. He was like, yeah. I mean, that's up to Vince to go, this guy was there before. There's no reason that we can't eat him up to be. And he just hasn't hasn't had the care enough to to try to get Finn back to that spot. So, yeah. And he's just like, fuck it. Like, really? Yeah. (laughs) So that's how you gotta do that. Like, okay, man, I guess. Even yeah. I mean, I even go down the list of like other guys and girls. The Bailey, one of the biggest ones, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but at least she's still a and star. I, right? Like she might not yeah, be nothing like she was in NXT. Uh but she's at least a main event woman in the in on the main roster, like you know she's yeah, a go-to. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. So yeah, I just, I'm just saying, it's not like she went from, you know, like <laughs> Dallas. You know, I'd rather be Bailey than Oscar. You know, I'd certainly <laughs> rather be Bailey. I'd certainly rather be Bailey like than Oscar. Like all. And I think it comes down to, and why the the biggest reason why I feel like it's kind of productive is because the. The um the demographic on an NXT versus the main roster is so much different. So certain things can get across better on NXT than it can on the main roster. Something like Oscar, which I I believe that, but I don't at the same time because I feel like you can make anything work if you do it right. But with the powers at at, at hand, like Vince, who gets an Oscar and doesn't understand what to do. 
it makes it like you had this super hot act come up, and then it's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with this, so whatever. Like, that's so retarded to me, dude. You still there, Trev? Yeah, no, I'm here. I heard you. I'm just... Uh, Darrell just tweeted yeah. me. That was footage from Woods' Up, Up, Down, Down YouTube show. I don't know what he's referring to. Oh, the um, the Seth and Cesaro stuff? Oh, oh! They did that for Up, Up, Down, Down? Oh, wow. That was a full NXT crowd. Like, I guess if only a YouTube channel is going to see it. But other people are going to see it and it's going to yeah. go viral. I just, and yeah, I'd just be careful if I was somebody like Adam Pay, uh, Adam Cole saying some shit like but that. But it's just what it, it's kind of like one of those things, like you said, like everybody knows. <laughs> WWE, they love to do their social right. media no, thing. No, 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 no. So I'm pretty okay, sure. You're the scumbag boss, and you know everybody knows you're a scumbag boss, and but nobody says it because, you know, you're a scumbag boss, and, they, and you punish them. And then somebody says it, you're going to be a fucking scumbag and go, and like, okay. Yeah, just, like I'm pretty sure, like WWE loves. Pretty sure they got eye on on the Twitter feed when Takeover is the night before, and everybody's like, "Yeah, they shitting on the main roster right now." <laughs> like I'm pretty sure they're seeing that. Which yep. is all right. Great. We got pretty much time. Get to the last call. So appreciate you, Ricky. All right, man. How's it going? Yeah, all right, let's get Darrell on here so I can get the hell out of here. I'm friggin' starving. And also, I got to read the new... I usually wait for Rich to recap for me on the VIP, but he was giving me some spoilers or, like, apparently, like, if anybody's been following along with the Infinity War, Gamora, the Requiem folded... She basically did a version of Thanos' snap, but instead of you know, snapping away half the universe. She just folded the universe onto itself. So people got combined, you know, so there's, there's soldier Supreme who's Captain America and Dr. Strange uh, smushed together. There's, uh, I don't remember the name, but gay, gay Wolverine. Who's, (laughs) who's, uh, you know, wearing a white suit. Who's Emma Frost and Wolverine smushed um, iron, iron, Iron Hammer, Thor and, and, and Tony Stark, Thor and Iron Man, uh, T'Challa and Ghost Rider. It's like some really good ones. So I found out Moon Girl and Incredible Squirrel Girl got smushed. And Black Widow and uh, Black Widow and somebody else. But I'm so hyped to see Moon Girl and and Squirrel Girl. I don't read Squirrel Girl, but it's something that I've always thought is what I would like. Like, I probably would like this. Like, just looking at the aesthetic and the people who I know that read it that like it. Like, yeah, I'd probably dig dig Squirrel Girl. Um, so I'm real excited. And anything Lunella is is in, um, I'm I'm uh, I'm all I'm here for it. And I say that before Darrell comes on because at one point. You know, Darrell would have had you believe that, you know, all the young, uh, uh, diverse characters were, were just were it was such a backlash and people hated them and they were going to going to be uh, wiped off the face of comics. And 
And at the time, he said that I was reading, you know, the, the like the fourth arc of Moon Girl, and like in that arc, who showed up? Uh, Miss Marvel showed up. Ben Grimm showed up. You know, things showed up. Friggin' uh, Amadeus Cho, incredible, uh, or, or uh, totally awesome Hulk showed up. So they're putting, they're giving her the rub with all these from all these main inventors, but they're about to cancel her book. And then here we go. Oh, and Doom was setting up being set up to be her her big bad because she found out she's the smartest uh, in the universe, and he didn't take or in the Marvel verse, and he didn't take too kindly to that. Uh, now here she is saving the damn universe again because Rich spoiled it. Couldn't keep his mouth shut. Uh, um, and and yeah, just anytime I can just be like, yeah, Darrell was painful painfully wrong. I will take that chance. And uh, with all that said, let's uh, bring Darrell up to the show. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, Trav? I hear that crap. (laughs) I hear that crap that you're talking. That's crap. Uh, uh, Friggin' Riri Williams was going to get pregnant like a stereotypical teenage black girl and get shipped off, uh, you know, and get, you know, run out of Marvel. She got a new book coming out. Huh? Any one of them got a new book coming out? I think Riri start. Oh, didn't it? It, it, it might have already started. I thought it was first part in October. And matter of fact, I'm glad uh, you reminded me because there's Ironheart number one was supposed to certainly be out before the year though. Matter of fact, let me uh, so, okay, still says pre-order. Oh, November 28th, so it'll be out in a few weeks. So, don't, don't, don't pick ride now, Darrell. Don't be jumping on the Ironheart bandwagon. Oh, I man. That's- Every turn. Doom and Loom. Man, they ain't they um, redoing their whole um um thing. They redoing their whole thing all over again. Redoing what? If I'm not mistaken. Like they redoing the whole entire world over again to get away from um this Marvel uh Marvel Now initiative. I don't know. Okay. Well, I have to read up on that. I, yeah, I'll send a question into the VIP. Since mm-hmm. I, I, I like you and Rich like that. Comic News with three Z's dot C-O. And then... Uh, uh, you know, you, you got me, you got on me mistaken. Based on a tweet. Hold on. You got me mistaken. No, you got me mistaken. <laughs> you got me mistaken with some of the other people who be um, trying to get you to read and, and do other stuff. Yeah, and have you no, 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 you... I know exactly <laughs> who I'm dealing with. <laughs> I got the receipts. I know Rich. He's the king of <laughs> No, no. Everything I have introduced you, Rich, on uh, our camera to, y'all have liked it. <laughs> we talking about, we talking about something else. You know we talk. Y'all, y'all have to use this one little thing because it didn't come as soon as it, it didn't come as soon as it as it will. Oh, that was months 
I remember. Uh, anybody listening can remember them damn conversations when Rebirth started. And with some feel, with some feel, and with some feel, feel, right? Marvel was going to hold on, hold on. I'm going to hit you with. Uh, Secret Empire, or whatever. I think that's might have been what was going it on. Wasn't. The time. It wasn't. They wasn't. And all the new characters were going to go. Like she was uh, American Chavez. She certainly lost lost her book. That pissed me off. But she's a West Coast Avenger now, so you know she's still around. Yeah, a few of them, a few of them else going to lose. I hear you. I don't hear you talking about Cho anymore. I never talked about. I'm over it. Fucking off. What the fuck? So why would I talk about mm-hmm. it? I've never talked about mm-hmm. Papa G's show unless he shows up in something I'm reading, like when he shows up in Moon Girl. See, Miss Marvel. See? I don't hear. I don't hear too much talk about Miss Marvel. Goddamn book outside of uh, you know, Spider Man. What are you talking about? No. She got. She about to have her. She about to have a movie in in like three years, probably. Who about to have? Who about to have a movie? Uh, Kamala Khan. Well, you heard that, and it's it's set. I'm just saying, like she's because of her popularity in that next phase. I think. Of, right, I think right now they focus on right now they focus on 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 their um, network. I don't hear none of them people um, getting the show on their network. They they rather give a show to um, <laughs> um, Winter Soldier and people like that. All right. You you not reading. But you done seen Spider Gwen and Miles Morales, who I told you the two popular ones out of that whole thing on the movie, even though it's animated, and probably finna be one of their best animated movies in the wild. Finna be on the movie now. Before you see any one of those characters. But hey. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the best comic out right now is Skywalk. It's Skywalk. Anyway, that's the best comic out. Skywalk? Skywalk. What? Skywalk. Is that the one? You remember the comic I had? Yeah. That you read? I think you read one of the volumes where they um, don't have no gravity. gravity. About the anti-gravity world or whatever the hell is happening? I forget. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me, matter of fact, right now, I'm going to go on... uh, Go to my well, my library. See if they have it. And if they do, volume one, I'll put it on hold. So, but we'll tell you why. You should get up to like volume three or four. So yeah, that's like one of the best comics out. I guess a year ago. I guess that's uh huh. Yeah, time to get two, three volumes. In. Shit. Yeah. Once you get into them, you you gonna get to reading them through. It. Hey, man. The best comic out, man. By image. I love it. Here it is. All right. So volume one, My Life in Low G is available. I'm gonna put it on hold. I heard y'all had somebody on here talking about anime. If he's taking his daughter to anime and he just wanna fit in the basic animated do Goku, um, Vegeta, Dragon Ball Z anime, or get you a no, movie he's anime. Like, or or anything. He's, I think he just like wants something to maybe watch. 
before he goes. Yeah, just to watch. That's what I'm saying. Just to watch. Oh, I watch okay. a few episodes of Dragon Ball and Super, uh, My Hero Academia. That's the current new one. Yeah. That people talk about. That. Shahid talks about that a lot. Yeah, that's the casual um, anime. So you can go ahead and get on those. Any of the other ones, I wouldn't put him on because they so they have so many episodes and they're so far deep into it. And the mangas are even worse because you got volume after volume after volume. And some of them 300 chapters in into it. So <laughs> I wouldn't try to put you on the manga. Oh, no, I ain't. And you might be like Travis. You don't like to read from right to left. But I've also been hearing y'all talk. Now, Trav, this one um, problem or situation that I've been having, and I've been hearing people say, and I heard Wade said a lot last night, too, about Rhonda and her promos and how we and how do you talk when you when you egging somebody on to a fight. I don't think it's a heel face, uh, a way that you're supposed to, how nicely you're supposed to say when, you, when you're talking trash to somebody that you want to fight. Ain't no face way to say it because when you get in a fight, let's say you walk up into a fight, ain't no heel or face in a fight. Well, Let somebody is. bring a knife like, or a gun or something to the fight. No, no, no. That's absurd, Darrell. Like you're saying, if you see two guys that end I'm up talking about coming from the world she's coming from, coming from the oh. world that she's coming from, real fighting is no, it's no heel or face. And when you antagonize somebody to start a fight, there's no because in fighting and boxing or MMA, there's definitely heels and baby faces. Are you kidding? That's depending on how you That's depending on how you carry yourself and how people in the media dictate you and make you out to be the bad guy. But when you coming out, let's talk about it like this: in a rap battle, you um you come up in the days where they used to have the um the little rap DVD where you got the rap battles on there, right? I guess, sure. And you from Philly, so you you from the home of rap battles and stuff like that, right? With all the great rap battles y'all had back in the day. Now, when two people are rapping against each other and doing a rap battle. They're going for your heart. They're going for your... Ju- so whatever they say, they're going for whatever they can find. Whatever information they can find, they're going to talk about your dead grandma. They're going to talk about you getting beat up in um, middle school, right. that you peed on yourself. And, and uh, if a rap, if a wrestling fan hears something like that, a lot of them will be offended and think you're a bad guy because a few of them probably peed on themselves. Once you watch the second guy basically go just as hard, you go, oh, that's the you get the context. You go, oh, the idea is to insult and to find ways of belittling each other. That's the idea. So, and that's, that's what I took it as you know, when Becky and, and Rhonda go at each other. One going hard and one go just as harder. Now, Becky do, right. do when she come back, she doing the play. In a rap battle, there's a guy that you might like and a guy you might not like. The, the, the idea that there aren't heels and baby faces, there's heels and baby faces in everything. But I, 
But I'm saying, were you enticing a fight? Like him. But I'm just saying this: when you enticing a fight, it's no depth that you won't go to entice somebody to fight you. It depends on how far you will go. I'm talking about just speaking, just speaking. Because if you don't go that far, now you sound like um, Bay, how they have Bailey talk when she act like she don't want to hurt nobody in a wrestling match. I don't have to talk about the guy's dead grandma. That's something I can choose not to do. Yeah, you so can choose not to do it, but you're enticing the fight. Where I won't go. But Maybe I don't In a fight that I'm trying to hype, like, I would probably say that's unnecessary. Your grandma ain't got shit to do with this. That the context but see, isn't. But see, in the boxing, the MMA world, you just hype on a fight. It's a difference in hype on a fight and in wrestling when you enti- you trying to entice a person to come fight you. Because remember now, no longer are promos or what they talking people to get in the building. Becky and Ronda, that doesn't make sense. The match is booked. Period. The match is going to happen. They're telling us so- hot chocolate but, together or talk shit for two, three weeks. The match is going to happen. But they're not. But then, but they're not hyping the fight like in um in MMA. They're telling a story. So this is you watch so proper. You know what's going to happen, but they're telling you a story on how it's going to happen, why it's going to happen, and how they're trying to entice the person in having it. So it's a difference in the hype in the fight. So when you go in, so when she go at her about clown college and stuff like that, that's trying to they're trying to buy you into the story even though it's poor. And just like Cam say, they have she's saying too many words to go along with it. Still the soccer style. <laughs> she's doing too much. You know what I'm saying? But she's trying to tell a story. That's a difference. They're not hyping a fight. They're not telling you and trying to sell you and bring you in the building like they used to do in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and the 80s, and some of the 90s. They're trying to tell stories as they're building up a feud. So you're going to go at people in any type of way, and there's no nice way to go at somebody when you're trying to make them fight you. Because you got to think, we always thinking inside. We're not never thinking inside of the world. We're thinking outside of the world. And we're not thinking that they're trying to tell us a story on why they're fighting and trying to build up the fight and stuff like that. Tell me what I what, – I know exactly what they're trying to do. And I just use common sense. It's, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I just disagree. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, if I don't like you, Travis, I'm trying to get you to fight me, and I'm telling you a story about me fighting you, uh, I'm going to come up and give you something that I heard you say. You, you might say things to get, you know, your mom wears combat boots. Like, get anything that gets under their skin to go, okay, let's fight. But again, the match was already booked. There's no enticement. It's just two people. But it's just uh, like a, it's just like a football, a football or basketball game. The games are already booked. You got to play these people. But a lot of these people need to tell they sell me bullets and boards material, or tell them right. tell something to get them hype up to play good in that game. So we th- remember we put the sport and combat in the same thing at the same time. So it's just like if they made all the basketball players talk before every every um basketball game. They get a reason right. on why they want to uh, play this game. They're going to be saying the same stuff because a lot of these people, legendarily, Michael Jordan 
was always upset at every team he played because he told himself something that somebody said this about him, and this is what he's coming out there to do. That's, that's why. And it just so happens that yeah. he was able to fucking focus his sociopathology or whatever into something positive instead of, you know, ripping fucking wings off of birds or something. Because uh, did you hear so, an uh, interview that um, Allen Iverson gave where he said um, Michael Jordan said to him? Talking about, no, um, hey, man, I'm going to make you my little bitch tonight. Okay. And now we are never, me and you are never, no, and, and Allen Iverson was telling him, hey, you know what, Mike, you know, uh, I've been following you my whole career. You inspired me. And then Michael Jordan said some crap to him about, I know you ain't following me because, hey, you can't be in my same league or some shit like that. You know, there's just some of the stuff he told him while he was on the court and stuff like that. So that's type of stuff you would hear them say if they had to give an interview. Do you take that personally or you just go, well, he's clearly like No, you just go along with it. <laughs> And make his fucking shoes come off. That's what you do. And yeah. embarrass the fuck And you go at him. <laughs> and then y'all shake each other's hands afterwards and you're cool. And you know, you just something that you do. Uh, what would have happened if everybody would have heard what Gary Payton was out there telling people when he was uh, belittling them on the court being the glove? You know, like. You know what happens at the bottom of a football pile. I mean, it's not <laughs> nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of nut grabbing, punching, and a lot of um, calling names and saying all type of hideous right. stuff. <laughs> but you keep that on the field. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of times today, wrestling fans and got so used to just like the caller before, and he was saying um, contradict um, NXT how to, it is work. What, what is, I think contradicting or something about how towards the main roster when it's, it's, you, you could say it should be the other way around because there's no contradicting in building a star because their job is to build a star for the main roster, not to make a star. Oh. You can't make a star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't make a star to how Vince like it because nobody knows how Vince likes stuff. And it's been a long time since Vince handmade a star in his in, in a while anyway by the way how he books and stuff like that. So they're the ones who fell in the developmental. The main roster is the ones who fell in the developmental because they making stars. You're just not using them right because you want to have your biases and all your misconstrued how people should look and seen and, and how you think people, how you project people to be He's still thinking those type of ways that he hurts stars coming up. So he's the one who's doing – the main roster is the one who's doing bad, not the NXT brand. He shouldn't think that way. He should think the other way around, just going off of what he was saying. And uh, this week has been a big week. Becky going full Stone Cold, and uh, she's looking like an MMA fighter herself with the bloody nose, took all the attention off some of the worst heel promos on Monday Night Raw ever. Like, Drew, I love Drew, but that promo that he had was too long, which made it okay. It wasn't bad, but it was okay, and it wasn't good. Dean Ambrose promo was horrible, 
the only thing you can say you like or people remember is just the scenery where he was giving the promo with the sprint written on the car so it looked like he was at a sprint commercial. But if you listen to the, his reasoning on why, he didn't never give a reason why. How were they holding you back? Why did you think they were holding you back? He never told these things. He just said, the shield holding me back. But the shield didn't even get a real time to get a real run because right. Roman got hurt. And then they still bringing up Roman's name. They had him bring it up in there. They had Seth bring it up. They still using all that stuff. And well, if people right. still, well, I'm just saying, if people still think that that was a good turn at a good time, you can see now, I don't think nobody's worrying about that, that feud. That feud is not hot. It's kind of cold. Horrible promo by Dean. If I don't think if that Becky stuff would have happened, that would have been one talking point right there. Bad promo. Not explaining why. People still confused. What you talking about? Stop doing that um, twitch. That 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 that, that twitch like like you got a nervous twitch. You got a nervous twitch. So what? <laughs> but it just it just look wonky. It make him look silly when he do it sometimes. I remember calling in to tell y'all one time before that Dean's supposed to be a lunatic, but he looked more like a um a guy who playing who playing like he's crazy, but not really crazy. He's goofy. What about Rhonda's twitch? That was a you know her eye wouldn't stop jumping when she was the uh... man. She looked like she was on something, like she was on something. <laughs> <laughs> How that eye was jumping. <laughs> And I'm like, she she tried to get it. Like sometimes she tried too hard to give those type of faces when she just should be more relaxed and and give the usual facial that she usually get. But I guess she, they try to tell her to give range, give more range in your facials instead of just just be yourself. <laughs> Everybody don't talk the same way. I understand that, so I don't care about. Even though she hurt my ears sometimes with all those words that she'd be trying to pack in a promo, because Silk the Shock used to do the same thing about me uh, to me back in the day. But talk to some young kids today who listen to Silk the Shocker. They said he was the greatest rapper out of No Limit, and I had to um, walk away before I slapped them in the face. I wanted to slap all three of them in the face. Like you really? You talking about this man who talked on the song? Because he he was saying so many words, he had he had no flow. But I guess since mumble rap is in nowadays, and he could be considered almost the creator of that, they would say that he was the best rapper in No Limit <laughs> back in the day. I hate so, that term. I really abhor that phrase. What mumble rap? Such a fucking disrespectful. You know, just like I mean, the idea that somebody like me, who was 14 years old when you know Bone Thugs or somebody exploded onto the scene, you know, the idea that you know rapping in a different way, you could say, oh, everybody sounds the same, or Migos started something and then everybody ran with it, or whatever you want. Like a lot of those things are true, Um, but but a lot. Like yeah, maybe because I don't listen to the SoundCloud people, and I know they're just trash, and I just listen to the main, mainstream, you know, Migo stuff and Future and Young Thug. It's like I never have an issue with like, what's he saying? 
more than I've ever had an issue with any. Yeah, come on, that's you know. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't like that person. I just don't. Well, you have to go off of everybody because everybody part of that genre, Migos, designer. <laughs> Just go off of his song alone. A, a song, let alone a hit in two fucking years. Three years at my now. <laughs> but he part, he part, he's part of the cult. He's part of that that genre. <laughs> and I, I was with you with Bone Thugs, um, because before Bone Thugs, to me, it was Twister. Who um rapping that fast rap and stuff like that? It's, yeah, it's it's you could imagine some fucking thirty seven year, some forty year old in nineteen ninety eight when uh you know when you know do or die or Twister was like you know was popping and like why they rapping so fast? Why they this? Why they that? You be like shut the fuck up, old head. Damn, this ain't for you. Just go listen to some Run DMC or something and leave this shit to us. So that's how we sound yeah. now when we're on fucking Facebook or wherever well, talking about. We didn't get about... mad when they named it that, that speedy rap. We didn't get mad. Um, today people get mad that they named it mumble rap. When if you go look at the um the comedians who 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 do it over and make it and make funny stuff off of it, they be hit like um, Mr. Bank shots and stuff like that, <laughs> and they just be mumbling over. Crank Lucas is that work. Go follow Crank Lucas on Facebook. Matter of fact, go watch yeah. his video. Why I can't? Why I can't engineer Quavo? It is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> Quavo, it's Crank Lucas at Quavo. Quavo did all his ad libs first. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was hilarious. Hilarious. Hilarious, man. Oh, just think about it like this. Young Thug is considered a mumble rapper, and I've been in the, in the, in the, in the, in the ooh, and that's all he be sound like he be saying on right. every song. I get why, especially when you watch that video, the the origins of mumble rap, and it all starts with to, the Tony Montana when Future did Tony Montana in 2011-2012, and he was talking about how high he was in the studio. And and he went and recorded that song, and that's how it ended up coming in. And he just fucking leaned up, perked up, whatever the fuck, you know. And 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 that just so I I'm not saying there's no oh it's just ridiculous. No, it's just a derisive way to write off uh, uh, an entire like you know era or genre of 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 uh, you know subgenre whatever. It's it's uh it's it's ridiculous because technically. Um, uh, I mean, it's like everybody that used trap drums ain't a fucking mumble rapper. I don't listen to to J Cole, but he's certainly not a fucking mumble rapper. But he uses the same. Yeah. Produ- but he's not. Lot. He's not part of that um that genre and, though, because before everybody started including everybody into the trap music, like Young Jeezy and Rick Ross. When they first coming out, because I remember when Port of Miami first came out, I had just went off to college. <laughs> they 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 weren't considered trap music though. They were considered more of the darker, uh, dark rap, like darker um, hip hop rap, like drug um, drug rap, right. like. But that became they were considered the trap music that right. that Ti that Ti started. Right. That the thing is, the Atlanta music. the Atlanta producers started using started 
using those same aesthetic, the same, like, it's it's not witch house, but when I started getting into trap shit in 2015, I was coming off this like two year obsession with witch house music, which is just synthesized music with with dark chords and like witchy iconography and and ghostly sounds and that kind of like a lot of ghost samples and and that kind of stuff. And trap was just the hip hop version of that. And 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 now it's all it's like a lot of it's super glossy and you know it's not all like you know dark and stuff but um, <laughs> uh huh yeah. you got to think about some of the people who were part of trap music who people consider part of trap music uh, since Cam and now you in Texas so you a Texas boy now a la just being there right now the comedians the slim thugs the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's the thing that's with me. Man I, see, I don't consider that trap because it's not, like I have like the trap sound is to me is very specific, right? Like it's a very specific Metro Boomin', Buddha Bless, Zaytoven, 808 Mafia, that like, you know, that, that sound that those guys do. So it's, it's you know when you start talking about genres, those guys came later on. You can get really wonky yeah. and in the woods in the weeds with it. So yeah, and see those people came later on in what I felt like trap music is because yeah. um yeah. I consider UGK trap music. Because it was oh five or whatever they were you know whatever it just hadn't evolved to the sound it became from you know twenty thirteen to now. You know, and it's still you know moving moving along, but it has a definite sound. Yo, so so I figured out so I'm starting to put together like my favorite albums of the year stuff and songs of the year, and I realized most of my favorite songs of the year were produced by Buddha Bless, right? So I start looking mm-hmm. them up. Like, do you have any projects? Like Metro Boomin got like thirty projects, right? Metro Boomin feature, you know. Young Thug and Metro Boomin, Cravo and Metro Boomin, Metro Boomin and this guy. He's got a bunch of stuff that you can, that you can, um, like full projects, let alone like singles and stuff on, on various works. But he doesn't have anything like a full, like this one guy did a whole mixtape and 12 of the 14 tracks were Buddha Bless. I can't, I haven't been able to find that. Everything's super scattered. But I went through his YouTube uh, uh, playlist. And I was like, yep, 2018, like a good number, 25, 30% of the songs that I was jamming to were Buddha Bless songs. And I want that man to, 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 but he's a kid. I was reading his Wikipedia, not his Wikipedia, his, his, his something. He was, a, a, he was 13 in 2011. He's 18 years old now. So he took that Metro Boomin' uh, um, formula. Because remember, Metro Boomin was in college making beats, and then he dropped out of college because he was making more money making beats for Future and, and Gucci Mane. And like, what the fuck? Why? You know, I'm getting 20 a beat. You know, why? You know, so he dropped out to make music full time. And they're making hits with it. So at best, you're right. making even more. Now you can start setting your prices how you want right. it to be. Bruno <laughs> Bless was a, was, was, got put on when he was 13. And all this time, I've been enjoying the music of a goddamn child, seventeen-year-old. It's amazing. I mean, he's super talented. I, I, but yeah, and and really, what got me on? It started with 
Um, so he produced Big Amount, the Two Chains and Drake song, and it's got this dope ass Japanese sounding like flute. I call it the Okinawa flute. And he also, oh, the track I opened the show with. Matter of fact, uh, the fucking takeoff uh, uh, song Insomnia it opens up with this ridiculous fucking Okinawa flute. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like so I was just like so into that song and so into that sound I was just doing more research on him and yeah I was in a Buddha blessed YouTube hole last night so uh, goddamn it's almost man, that take off album pretty yeah, no it's it's, it's good it's album was almost tight man it, 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 it was almost pretty good man I'm waiting to see it it, it was almost it, it was better than what you call it uh, Quavo that was with no know, question I mean it was without a doubt. But one of the best songs but, on there, yeah, She Gonna yeah, Wink, yeah. got Quavo on it. Panoramic yeah. Screen. Yeah, so people hate Quavo. Yeah, when that, when night that album dropped, I was on Twitter looking at all the reactions, and people were just with just shitting on Quavo for no reason. Like, damn. Let, let, don't, yeah, let that man live. So, all right, Jarrell, I got to go. Well, we knew Take Out with the Better Lyricist. I, 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 I did. Yeah, I know that now, though. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, so that does it for us here. I'm going to go get something to eat. Uh, so yeah, free folks, we're done. We'll get at y'all next week. Same time, same channel. And, uh, VIPers, uh, stick around or, or I should say click over, uh, Rich and I will be by for another, another hour or so of content. I'm going to go eat and read the latest infinity war with moon squirrel. <laughs> that should be awesome. So, I'm out, y'all. Talk to y'all later.